Well, 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 you came back for another episode, and it's a good one. It's a fun one. Local podcast host, uh, local friend, Seraphine Rocha. You can catch her podcast, uh, the Seraphine podcast, on YouTube and wherever uh, wherever you're listening to this, right? Check it out. I think most of you probably know her. Maybe not, though, but... Uh, if you're fans of mine, you should know her. I've done her podcast and we did three 20 minute segments. One of the, <clears throat> the things that uh, most people recognize from that is when she tried to murder me. That's right. We were doing pink drinks. She gave me a glass pitcher of pink drink and it, uh, fell apart in my hand, shattered, cut my leg wide open. I had to be rushed to the hospital, hit my aortic. I'm just kidding. It was fine, just a scratch, a mere flesh wound. Uh, but when I was on that uh, podcast with her, we just we had a really good time, and people really enjoyed our banter. Uh, we're very different people, but we know how to talk to each other in a civilized, fun manner. And you know, this was a good episode. It gets kind of controversial toward the end, but that's all right. I've got very strong opinions. She does too. You can find her uh, on Instagram, uh, the Seraphine Podcast, or the Seraphine Pond, the real Seraphine. I don't know. I'll tag it. Enjoy this episode, everybody. And uh, <clears throat> don't forget your West Bottoms Whiskey Co. Everybody, I'm telling you, everyone that I give this to, I don't even ask if they like it or not. I'm just going to let them tell me. Everyone loves this stuff. Don't take, I mean, it's not just me. I mean, clearly I love it. I love them. They're a great company. They're supporting local. I love supporting local. It's a great little, you know, partnership here. Oh, I don't know, whatever you want to call this. I love it. I love having them as a sponsor. And I know that you people out there are drinkers or else why would you be listening to this? And I know you like whiskey, most of you. Give it a shot and go down to West Bottoms and check out his bar or their bar. It is like a cool uh, speakeasy from like the pre-prohibition era. Well, I guess prohibition was speakeasies were because of the prohibition. So like right when the prohibition started and they started making speakeasies, it's just like that. You can even see them making it in the back. Oh, the be And then congratulations. I forgot. Congratulations, West Bottoms Whiskey Co. They won the Pitches Best Of Award for like best local bar or best new bar and the best old fashioned in Kansas City. Go there. Tell them I sent you. Uh, get yourself an old fashioned. It's truly worth it. You're going to want more than one. Enjoy this episode, everybody, with, uh, with my friend Seraphine. Welcome to the Inner Talk Podcast. We'll know topic is off Here's your host, my daddy, and Voida Soul. Thank you for coming to the new pod podcast. Boom, talk, boom. In three, two, one, Seraphine, welcome to Nina Talk Podcast. I am so happy to be here. Is this the first podcast you've been on that's not yours? Um, let me think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, it is the first podcast I've been on. Oh wow! Yeah, I, you're you're breaking my my cherry for this. There's got to be first for everything, right? Oh well, yeah. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> go easy, did I make you blush? He did. I love I'm it. Gonna, I'm gonna go. Uh, 
I'm like, where do I go from this? Charles, I'm flustered. I know. <laughs> I don't know what to do here. Well, welcome here. I'm glad you're here. Yeah. Uh, we had, it's really, our little story is funny. I think a lot of people probably saw or heard, listened to our episode together. Yeah. Because I got a lot of feedback on it. Yeah. And um, our little story is funny because I never knew about you at all. And you got, even after you got nominated for best local podcast, I didn't even, I didn't even look, I didn't even look at who got nominated. I look at who got nominated, but I didn't look up who they really were for a while. Yeah. And then I went out with Dapper Latino, met up with him and had him on the podcast and he brought you up like, oh, do you know Seraphine? She does this podcast. I was like, okay, so now it sounds familiar. Then I started looking into it. And then I looked at it and was like, oh my gosh, this chick's got some views. Like, you got a lot of subscribers on YouTube. And I was like, whoa, how do I not know about this? Yeah. And then I started checking out and I was like, oh, you do a lot of things that I don't have any interest in. Yeah, totally. totally <laughs> Real Housewives yeah. of, of oh, trust me. But Beverly Hills. But then you got ones, episodes that that are up my alley with, with talking to the woman, the, the daughter of a school shooter. Yeah, Kara. Kara yeah. Quickly. She is... <clears throat> like you should have her on your podcast. She is so educated. She is, I mean, she went to seminary school. I mm. mean, we're talking like she studied to be like a, a, a religious right. leader. Right. And the great thing about her is, is that she, there's such a juxtaposition with her because not only does she have this interesting, very scholastic kind of brain, she loves makeup and she loves fashion and she's got this this way of talking to you and teaching you um, in a way that you don't feel intimidated. I think that that's one thing that I've learned about in you know doing the podcast. Yeah, is there are certain people who they are experts at what they're doing, and then when you sit down with them and you do the research or you're trying to find the right questions, some people will make you. feel not make you, it's just the way they present themselves is letting you know, like, these are the things I know. And, you know, you, I don't expect you to know anything about this, but Kara comes from a place of, I, I have this crazy amount of knowledge about these super specific things. I want to share them with you. I'm going to ask your opinion as well. Um, and then she'll weave in things that allow you to feel like familiarity, like for me, like makeup and fashion always <laughs> is an easy thing for me to go to because I love it. Um, is it, you know, something that is deep and I don't know. I mean, it's like talking about sports, you know, with guys. It's like it's it's nice to have that common thread. So. How sexist of you. Well, yeah. I can talk sports with women all day. I have no plenty of women that talk sports. How I wish I could talk sports I thought you were more, more progressive than that. I am, but I'm also really... I was fucking with you. I'm also an old lady. <laughs> I mean, I'm 44, so like there's still that part of me that, you know, really, like, I t I'm... I used to think that I could talk sports, and then I realized, like, no. There are women who freaking, like... They are the bar stool girls that are like cheers in the beer. And I'm like, fuck, I always want to be one of those girls. Really? Yeah. I just am not. I'm like, I, I you, like you watching know, it. You missed, you missed out on that like you were born too soon. You know, if like if you would have found out about the stuff when you were like 20, 21, yeah. podcasting and bar stool sports and all that stuff, maybe you could have like 
driven yourself or, or driven yourself towards that? You know, I think it's mostly in high school. My dad, uh, he played soccer. You know, he's an immigrant from Iran, and I always wanted to do like cheerleading and dance. And um, every time I would, I would try out, and my parents literally, like, I I made the the palm squad, and then my parents made me quit oh. because they like to to them, like f- all of that kind of like football, like cheerleading type stuff. My parents were like, no, you need to be academic. Um, you need to be on the debate team. Um, all and then if I want, I wanted to, I wanted to be an actress like when I was a little girl and like in high school. And then they decided to make it very practical. And they're like, well, if you want to be in front of a camera, be a broadcast journalist. So I was always in plays, and I always wanted to. Take they it to they the didn't know you want. They didn't realize that there's a big difference between being in front of a camera than there is like being an actual actress. Totally, because there's a big difference. A yeah. lot of people can be a newscaster type. Yeah person but you want to like act get it like yeah and I think develop a character and all that stuff yeah I think and I was in a lot I mean I I tried I mean I tried to do both when I was younger I even tried like the the local modeling agencies and I I was even in a few like goofy commercials and I did a really bad film called Pep School well it's not bad I watched but it's not great I tried finding it yeah oh I tried finding it you can find it on YouTube but it's YouTube premium or you have to pay for it or rent it. Yeah, it was on Netflix for a while, which was hilarious. I was looking for it. Yeah, I not was anymore. everywhere for it. Pep Squad. Pep Squad. I was Debbie Johnson. Which one was that? Like, which late? Were you a main character? Um, uh, No, I was, a, I was a, well, I got to live my cheerleader dream. I was the head cheerleader, Um, but I was a raging drunk through it. And I was, uh, I was like a, I'd say third down from like the main people. I was in multiple scenes, okay. but I was definitely not. A main character. How much different did you look then? Like, would would we recognize you? I um, see people see you on the podcast or Instagram or your podcast, and then go watch that. Will they recognize you? Know, you? Uh, probably. N- well, yeah, maybe. I mean, the thing is, is that I I love fashion, I love hair, and I also love anything that will enhance my face. So <laughs> I had a plastic surgeon on. So like, my lips used to be super thin. So if you look at pictures of me when I'm in my, I don't know, early 20s, I started to get like filler in my lips, Botox in my, my skin. Like that around... long ago? Like 20 years ago? Oh, no, not my 20s. Well, in my 20s, none. 30s, um, early 30s, I didn't have enough like extra fundage to keep up on it. So I actually started around, I think, I think it was like 34. I think 34 is when I started to do a little bit of Botox. And then I started to do my lips right in that like 35, 36 and then ever since then, it's like every six months I'm putting stuff in my face. And I got a boob job at 40. I, wa- I waited forever. I should have gotten that. I wish I would have gotten that earlier. But aesthetics has always been something that I'm shameless about. I like to look good. I like to feel good. Um, and unfortunately um, for me, I wish I could be that person who, like, you know, didn't give two flying fucks and could roll out of bed but i i care i like that i like that i think <clears throat> this forgive me ladies i know <laughs> i think uh, how do i delicately put this i don't want i think women should put in the effort i think kind of there should be society that we've created like 
go out there. You don't have to look your absolutely best. You don't have to spend all of your extra money doing all the extra stuff. But do what you possibly can. Like, put yourself together. Yeah. Like, you don't need to go. I, I was I was at renting a car recently, mm-hmm. and there was a family pulling up to rent a car in their, like, pajama pants. Yeah, no. Uh, Can't do that. Come on. Like. No. Uh, so, I don't know. And I do appreciate when a woman does, it takes a little extra steps to put on a little makeup, get their hair, keep their hair healthy. Yeah. You know, that's important. To me, it's, it's um, uh, I have to say, it's like putting on my, ga- my game face because, you know, I have had, I, I've definitely had times in my life to where if I didn't suit up, I think that I wouldn't have showed up. Yeah. You know, and I, I can feel the difference in myself. I, I don't have anything again. Like, I and there are days, too, where it feels good to just you know, throw my hair back in a ponytail and I'm not saying you have to do it all the time, but for a lot of times, it's just nice one. And this goes, this goes for guys too. Like guys, don't be slobs. Like, you know, guys start getting that beer gut. They start letting themselves go. It's like, I'm not cool. I don't like that. Like, you know, I think people need to keep it together. Like, you know, I agree. The thing that creeps me out a little bit is that we are so in this virtual reality kind of I don't know I feel like we're going towards where we're going to be like in little bubbles on our computers and like ready player one type yeah shit. yeah and I mean I I guess that's the thing that freaks me out is I'm like we'll become these like job of the huts in our little like floating carpets with our computers and then I'm gonna have like I don't know what I mean uh uh, like a, a avatar of me that, that like meets meets you for a podcast I, I mean and again I, I'm taking it to the extreme I guess I I think we're already there I think well yeah the catfish scenario like I mean no, I mean we're really already in our little cubicles in our computers and I, and I did yeah. send my avatar here to have a podcast with your avatar here you're really somewhere else inside outside of it this is a whole big computer we're stuck inside of it's true it is true yeah it's it's bizarre. The whole thing is bizarre. I, but I do like human connection. I do like when I show up and see that human that I look, I feel good, look good, um, and then I you feel know. so underdressed now. Oh my gosh! No, yeah. no, no! Please, you. The thing I loved is like when we went to go. So we recently have been teaming up in that episode, by the way. So before I get ahead of myself, um, me and Ryan ended up. Ryan and I. Ryan and I, yes. Thank you for correcting me. <laughs> we ended up um, deciding to team up and we went to his sponsor, West Bottoms Whiskey Company. And I mean, like when we when we went there, I mean, it was cool. Like you were freshly shaven. You dressed up a little bit. Like it, it's when when you feel that when when you feel that someone dresses up for you, like like today, I was like, I could have showed up in a sweatshirt, but I'm like, no, I'm going to I'm going to dressing some high heels and you know a sweater and all white i appreciate it yeah beautiful good stuff thank you thank you yep. i appreciate it yep, go on so yeah i'm excited about this episode that we did at west, west bottoms whiskey yeah I mean, we start we teamed up we were starting a little youtube type yeah we don't know what it is quite yet we've only done one and a half yeah the half one we might have to scrap or, or, or use someone, just do something with it, maybe voiceover. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. But the West Bottoms Whiskey was so cool because immediately I recognized the building. I had. Would you my, like some, by the way? 
Um, oh my goodness. It's it we we actually should. We should. You know, oh, it's wow. a little early, but I I can I can go for a it. A little early. I mean, I do I mean Charles. I, I have to say She said it's a little early. <laughs> but I Do have, you know how drunk we've been by this time right now in this spot? <laughs> love it. I have to say though, I mean, it's some of the best whiskey I've ever had. That's, and I'm not a, and I'm not a dark like a dark, you know, liquor drinker, but this is some good stuff. And my god. Say that three times fast, be very careful. Dark liquor drinker. Dark liquor drinker, dark. I love it. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. But yeah, it's they make the best old fashions. They really do in the city. I have to say, it was probably the best one I've ever tasted. And now we're going to be imbibing on a very, very healthy pour. I I was noticing that. Well, I was looking at. So I just got these uh, these these little glasses that West Bottoms gave me. And I was like looking at pouring the whiskey in because they're like little whiskey glasses. And I was like, well, there should be a mark on here. I can't fill the whole thing up. No. But I just kept going. I think, you know. They it, actually look like Persian teacups. It, it, it doesn't have to. We don't have to shoot it. No, no. However. We'll but we could. How interesting do you want to make this pie? I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, cheers. Salute, my friend. Mm. Appreciate you coming here. I mean, it just goes down so smooth. And this is not chilled or anything. It is just right out the bottle. Whiskey neat. That's yep. how I drink. That's how we drink it here. Yeah, I like it. Sometimes a little ice cube in it. But yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the West Bottoms Whiskey Co. You guys already know. Yeah. Love them. And yeah, that was my first time going to their bar. Or well, whatever. and their space is so interesting. So what, what I was starting yeah. to get to was when we pulled up, back before I was married, I had dated an artist who lived in that space. So it was really weird to walk in the building and I had even filmed like a like a segment for like I, I, I teach yoga and Pilates and bar and I had kind of I wanted to do like a little promotional video as me as a trainer and I did like a flash dance theme there and it was it was really a fun, fun space to film in. And now to see it transformed in this very like speakeasy, yeah. like sexy vibe. And I love that it's so intimate, but it's still big enough to have like a nice sizable group, but it's not loud and like, you know, showy like some of the places can be here where they kind of turn a little cheese dicky, you know? Cheese dicky. Cheese dicky. Go on with that. What do you mean? <laughs> you know, I, I think what people are missing. Get too serious here, with it? They get way too serious or they, they, I think they try to. West Bottoms does not take themselves serious like that. They, they don't. Are so like, come they on. Don't. And, yeah. A lot of these restaurants that open up in these massive spaces, I think that they sit back on the fact that it's like, well, we've got a big space and then we've got some TVs and then, you know, we'll pound some music into the room on certain times or during the weekend. That kind of cheese dicky. Yeah. Well, like what? Give me, you got any examples? Well, the, the, I mean, I, I think because I might like some cheese dicky places. Unfortunately, I feel like Westport in general has lost a lot of their the vibe that just feels like you know you want to go in and see your bartender or like this the sexiness of Westport. Like it's pretty Hold on. boring. Hold on. I mean, it's and not sexiness. I guess sexy is a stupid Hold word on. for it. But like <laughs> Westport's been dirty for ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I mean, we're roughly the same age. We are. I guess. And and I remember going to Westport when I was 19, 20, and it was always just 
gross, dirty. We want to find some cocaine. You can just go down one of these alleys. Yeah. Hey, find I mean, it. I guess now you it's might just, also find a knife in your back. You I know? guess You're going to find just, cops having people put down on the ground telling you you can't film here. Get the hell out of here. Oh, yeah. But at least it had character. Now it's like empty and there's been so many change of the guards at some of these restaurants or like they change the name. Yeah, they change the name with shit and then you're like, okay, well, it's still the same restaurant, but like you have a new sign. And then yeah. everybody is like, there was a time where I felt bars and restaurants really felt like it was committed. Like you had a career, like people had hotel restaurant management backgrounds. Okay. And now it's like, it feels a little lazy, but, and again, I understand people are going to crucify me for this No, no. because I don't want to say, I understand COVID happened. Right. And it's I happening understand right now it's, it is happening now. It is, it's we're not in out. lockdown. If you get it, you're probably going to die. God, you're so, I love you. <laughs> you're going to die. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I guess I'll sum up this thought because I'm rambling on and on and on. But I think where I'm at is there's a few restaurants here in town, a few bars here in town. And why I like West Bottoms Whiskey is there is just this beautiful attention to detail. They do they do something well and they don't have gimmicks. Mm. And they're like, you know what? We make a good whiskey and we don't have a huge menu and we're not trying to be like these show off showmans. It's like you got you got an intimate space, a good drink, mm -hmm. and a good vibe. Yeah, yeah I want more fun. of that. You know. Yeah, I love. I love. I'm always looking for little places like that in any city I go to. Like I like traveling. I don't have very much money, <laughs> so I when I travel, I have to. You know, I I'm not going. I'm not going to Paris, but I'll go to Paris, Vegas. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, by the way, how was that trip? Did you have a good time? I loved it. I I. I cannot. I love Vegas. I've lo I love. I I can't believe it took me this long. Yeah. To find, I've played poker my whole life. I fell in love with the World Series of Poker in the early two thousands. I used to play sixty, seventy, eighty hours of poker a week. Yeah. My dream was always go to Vegas and play poker. That's so cool. All right now, have you won in Vegas before? Well, like, I never went to Vegas. I you know, never so went. So I never time. went. No, no, yeah. no. This year. This year was the first. I. I uh, went the, for the first time this year after I'd, so I did, I don't know if you paid attention. I don't know if we knew each other, but after I did a 30 day sobriety challenge for whoever on my Instagram or, or podcast listeners. How did that go? It went really well. A lot of people God. liked it. A couple people did it. Charles lasted uh, 12 hours. Oh my God. I love <laughs> it. I love it. Charles. But I went from, so I did it. It's, um, I went from the day out, like, Oh shit! March eighteenth or nineteenth, uh -huh. because that's right after St. Patty's Day. Yeah, drink all you want. Then when you're hungover, you don't want to drink anyways. Hell no. And then for thirty days, the day before four twenty, April twentieth, yeah. you have thirty days to detox, get everything out of your system. And then for all the people who like to part, like do the thirty days after you know, because whatever, whether you smoke or not, but just to get rid of all your toxins from drinking. Yeah. And then for my 420 friends out there, you stop and then you take the sobriety of everything. And then on that 420, yeah. boom, you indulge in. Yeah. Have the time of your freaking yeah. life. Yeah. So, uh, so I did after, so I did my 30 day challenge and then on 419 went to Vegas and that was the first time I've ever been to Vegas. That was this year. Oh, that's so cool. 
the time of my life. I didn't know. I, I it just so I feel I've, that we live in a simulation. I'm a big simulation theory guy. I really at least for this year, I've been yeah. saying this is year of the simulation theory for me where I'm just believing everything is hardcore. Yeah. Um and, and we, when you say sim- simulation, be super specific. I want to I don't want to like go yeah, living, yeah, yeah. We're living in you know the movie The Matrix. Of course I do. We're, I actually tried I, I have a Keanu Reeves story for you. I have a ma- massive crush on him. Me too. Three times I saw him and I tried, I basically like gave him my phone number on the third time. He wasn't having it, but I tried three times. I'm out, but it's it's funny. Threw myself at the Matrix, man. But yeah, so you th- believe so in I the believe, red, blue, blue pill? Yeah, I believe we're inside the Matrix. We're yeah. one of those, you know, when, when the guy was eating the steak, talking to Mr. Agent Smith, he was like, yeah. Ignorance is bliss. I love a good steak. Throw me back in the computer system. And he goes, and make me someone important, like an actor. So he was like, he wanted out of the real world and wanted to live back into the computer computer world mm-hmm. inside the Matrix. I think that's where we're at. I think we're all stuck in that computer world. I I can... So. I, yeah, yeah. I get... So when you're in Vegas... So when did, you're in Vegas... Did you believe you're in the computer world there? Oh my God. It is affirmed. <laughs> 100% like Vegas is like yes we are in a simulation and this is the simulation hub playground like this is where you know because it is just built for entertainment for like just wildness you see all kinds of crazy shit all kinds of people from all over the world are yeah. there you're sitting at the pool at the Venetian yeah. and you're here in Australian you're here in Italian you're here in French Portuguese Spanish Everything you're like, this it's just crazy, yeah. and there's all this wild stuff going. Whatever you want, there's no rules, <laughs> and you just it just kicked in like these different levels just kicked in. Like I, I just it just hit me that I was like, this is like this simulation's playground. They like this is the hub. I love it. You found your people. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I love. So it. I went, loved it so much. I went two weeks later after that first time. Yeah. It well, I mean, it is like it is addicting when you. You haven't experienced something that like calls to every fiber of your being. Mm-hmm. I completely understand that. I mean, the first time I really immersed myself in New York, I literally convinced my first fiance that I was with that we were leaving Laguna Beach to move to New York. Oh wow! I mean, I was. That's how I. That's how I feel when I'm st- like when you are, when you are heightened or stimulated. Uh, it's a rare. It's rare. Now, because I think we're all so like we're either drinking or weeding or eating or we're all addicted to something to some degree. Right. And when you feel alive or you feel like uninhibited or like uh, you're not you're not already like three steps ahead of yourself. Those are the times where I try to harness and um, and under like try to understand the why behind it. And usually it's new experiences that make me feel more alive. Alive and and authentic because yeah. you know you're experiencing it for the first time. If you've done something over and over again, you know, I mean, I remember just dating. I mean, I used to go through like a question and answer with the guys that I dated. Mm-hmm. Um and I thought it was cute and quirky to be like, I'm going to ask you a question, you ask me a question. And I did that. My ex did that to me too. Yeah. And I so. I, I think it's too many bad rom-coms that I watched. I mean, and you know, relationships, life in general 
I've learned way too late. It's not a rom-com. And I, I, you know, and I have to say, it's not a, I don't think it's a simulation either. I think that we can, we can definitely have those moments, but you know, well, whether it's a simulation or not, we're still here. We still have to pay rent. It's still real to yes, us. Yes, very much so. Very much so. So what was it about Vegas? I, I know and I, you're the one asking questions, but I, no, I want to no, know. No, I what, like this. This is What great. was it that like, I don't know, like where where did you, <coughs> where did where were you like heightened? Like where, where did you feel like a was little. Was the doorbell? Hmm, hold on. I had doorbell went off. This Mr. Rogers before. Neighborhood. Do, 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 do. Is Mr. Mr. McFeely. Uh, I don't have any candy, you guys. I didn't. I'm not a trick or treat person. Sorry, guys. Okay. You guys look great, though. Would you like some whiskey, children? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love. Uh, that's a, that's an early trick or treater. That's a very early. Trick wow, that or is like one o'clock. One o'clock. I don't. These guys are like yeah. putting in work. Uh, they're like, like, I'm working all day. So like, who knows how long they've been doing it. They're probably going to hit all of Kansas City, yeah, every neighborhood. The parents are like, you know what? That podcast studio looks like they have good whiskey. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Here, I, have uh, no, I have no pumpkin outside. I, yeah. Whatever. No, I get you. All right, where were you? Vegas? Where were yeah, so Vegas heightened. Like, like I want to know what, what about Vegas made you go back in two weeks? Uh, honestly, uh, I just, I just had such an amazing time, and there was two. There, I stayed there for four days, and when I tell people that, they're like, "Oh, that's too long. I can't do more than two or three days. Yeah. That's too." I'm like, uh, "That's I, four days is like I'm just getting started. Like I'm only, uh, I'm only, ch- I'm only on this part of the strip for four days. Yeah, like there's still another mile I need to explore. Yeah, um, and I, ju- I just love. I didn't, I, I didn't wasn't even gambling, or seeing any yeah. shows. I was eating good, going yeah. to cool place. I love to eat. I'm a foodie, yeah. and there's a lot of awesome plates. Just everything to eat there. And the great thing about it is, all those places know that there's all these great options. They want you. You have to come eat here. You have yeah. to come here because you got to gamble. So they're all top notch food. It's all well. They want you um, to keep spending your money. <clears throat> so it's like well, we're they, gonna it's keep not pouring that. you drinks. We're gonna keep giving you food, and we're gonna offer you. Don't they don't want you to leave because if you stay more times you'll probably go to the table yeah you know well it's that but they also want you in that property if yep. we have gordon ramsay on our property that's going to bring a certain clientele yes have like, you been to the gordon ramsay restaurant here no i have not it is amazing okay and i have to say where it's located because it's you know i mean i i'm no offense to people who love our river boats and casinos here Prepare to get offended it's 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 pretty like that's where souls go to die for me is like when you go to here and they're like slot machining it you see that person who's like you know in the basement of a kansas city boat you, you like, get what your other your other arm's got to be doing something too your I, other I, arm's yeah. doing this i'm seriously i mean but the Gordon, that's what you see it's it's a cigarette in one mouth yeah. and pulling this oh. holding this yep but I or you get say, the old asian lady that's doing this on the on because you can either pull the lever or hit the button or Yep, totally. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> but the thing about the restaurant is, if you go, I mean, the thing is, the food is top notch. Um, the service was great. Um, it's just located in you know the center of where souls go to die. I like it over there. But too. you can have a good laugh. I mean, and, and again, I I don't like to make fun of people, but I also I also want to be realistic about if you're going into a place, um, uh, 
yeah, Vegas, you walk into a casino and you, you've, you're Al Pacino and freaking Robert De Niro come out. You go to the riverboats here. Um, it can be fun, but you got to be drunk with a group and you can't take it too seriously, you know? Yeah. I, I love, I, okay. So you say it's good. I have been wanting, I just, so. Did you go, where did you go to eat in Vegas? All kinds of places. Yeah. All kinds. Of, Any um, like favorites? Yes. Stays? Yes. 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 Noodle Asia. Oh, I in, love it. Inside the Venetian. It's, I mean, you, you order, you tell them, you talk to them in English, but when you see when they write on their pads, they're yeah. writing in Chinese characters. And so all the cooks up there, I don't think the cooks probably speak English. They don't, yeah. they're all speaking Chinese to you. Yeah. It's authentic. And it is so, 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 so good. Like I love noodle bowls. Yeah. And those, so I fell in love with those on the first time. And then this last time, every time we go, we, we go there for multiple times. It's just so yeah. good. I've had so many things on that menu. And then the, la- the my last meal there was these uh, prawns, these honey glazed prawns with walnuts. Yeah. And it was one of the best things I've ever eaten. I, I, oh. I actually could see you having a great freaking time in like Thailand or Japan. Like I, I'm not, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, it's not, it's not uh, like geographically, um, culturally, like I like, like the food I have. A, my aunt's Japanese. She's, she's a badass. Um, but like, it's not like on my top places to go, but everyone tells me like, Thailand yeah. is amazing. Japan, my sister went there, I think two or three times. Um, and it's so like, she told me like, it's it's a sensory overload because obviously like there's so much going on in Japan. I mean, everything is, you want to talk about the matrix. That's where the matrix Tokyo, began. Probably Tokyo. Yeah. I mean, and then the food is like out of control wow. and I'm a big sushi person. I've not, I'm not really like, I like I love noodles. I love all that. But there's definitely like I have to be in the mood for it. Like usually it's more wintry vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because I I don't know. I, I like it's, rice too. I love rice. Oh, rice. I love crispy. Like these, these prawns came with rice. It was over. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Food orgasms, right? Like your mm-hmm. like your emotional memory of the food. You're like, oh, I love that. <laughs> so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you go to the pools there? Oh yeah. What do you, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Did you get like an, a pool outfit? I uh, just uh, my sexy body. I, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, just yeah. just swim trunks. Yeah. Um, what, what, what am, I'm, guys don't do outfits. That's you know that's a female I don't know. thing. There's some there's some interesting there's some interesting folks I've 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 watched in in Vegas. My my cousin, um, he's he's got a hotel background and he used to work for one of the biggest hotels there. Um, he was, he's, he's an interesting guy. His name's Arash Azabarzan. If you Google him, like, like one of the first pictures that comes up is like him and Lenny Kravitz. I'm not going to Google him, but go on. He's, he's interesting. Like I, what I love about him is he was one of the first people who like, because he was in hotels, he first worked for the W hotels. And I remember going to New York for one of my, it was like my first visit. And you know, when you experience a city at a certain level, um, I, I, at that time, I, you know, I, I was doing okay financially, but like, I could never like in New York, there's, there's people and there are, there are lists and there are like, you know, what do you want to call it? Getting permission to go to certain places. And, and 
I don't know what you mean. Well, you know. What do you mean? Lists yeah. and permission. But you, you know, like there's there's like different, like at the time, I think things have, again, I think things. For what though? Change, for like going to restaurants or going to clubs or, or having oh, certain I big see experiences. Oh, I what you're saying. For like, for like a play, like an exclusive type yeah. place. Yeah. Okay. And, I, and I, my palate for that, like I, you know. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I you know, I, I didn't. Uh, plus, you know, when you're girl, I mean, I went to high school in Wichita. I went to school at K State. Like, I knew fancy. You're but from like, Wichita. Oh yeah, that's why. Let me tell you, it's. Do you know how many attractive females come from Wichita? It's I crazy. love. I love it. It is crazy. I love it. A lot of yeah. them are stuck out there, and then you see them with these. Uh, oh, I know. <laughs> oh, I know. I Broke know. ass buster like <laughs> yeah. rapper dudes, you yeah. know. Or Wichita's, you know, Wichita's a tough city. It is a tough city, but yeah, I I think what I like is is that you know when you have someone who introduces you to like next level stuff, or they just introduce you to something new. It's like the same thing of going to Vegas for the first time. You're like, whoa, I didn't realize. Like, I'm still trying to talk about that. I know, and I'm interrupting you. Uh, see, it reverses. I love, I love the, I love that we are, we are truly podcast hosts. I'm like, I want to interview, but then I'm like, maybe I should throw something in. I know, I love, I love podcasting with podcasters. It makes it so much easier. Right, right. But it, uh, let me finish. I'll finish the thought. It is this sense of when someone introduces you to something, and you never knew that it existed, and oh. then it becomes ingrained in who you are or like what you want um you know and like after that you know my my cousin was somebody who he he lived in our house for a few years and he was in hotel restaurant management he became he was like one of those people who just figured it out and he's always remained humble generous and he's probably one of the best people i know and he never has made me ever feel like uncomfortable in my skin because I think when you try new things it's so important to be with someone who wants you to immerse yourself in the experience and is like are you comfortable do you like this you know is it too much or whatever but then in the next breath when you're like yes more 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 they can be like well this is great but like you know it's it's an experience you know Who's made you? You say he's never made you uncomfortable in your own skin or whatever. Who's yeah. who has? Um, That's something. Yeah, you know, it's it's that same thing of going back to Kara Quigley of when someone is educated or someone who is the gatekeeper to like a different world and they're inviting you in, right? Mm. Or or you're you're new to it. I think it's, I think one of the most unattractive characteristics of someone, I, 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 it's a turn off for me is somebody who um, will like hold their cards close to the chest and be like, you know, it's earned. And again, I understand certain things are earned in life, but when you're in a place of trying to share an experience mm -hmm. with someone who's never experienced it before, you have to understand people get, you know, in their heads or they, you know, they're, they're trying to follow your lead. So, I really appreciate people who are like tour guides and will let you off the ride if you don't like it. Um, or they're not trying to like, like collect tips at the end of like, I'm so amazing. Like, you know, kiss my ass for fucking days because I introduced you to so-and-so and you know, now like kiss the ring. Those people, 
you know, those those are those are tough for me. You know, I I I really like people who you like humility. I like humility. Yeah, I like and I and I like humble. I mean, mm-hmm. like uh, that Kendrick Lamar song is like, I don't know. I it is it's so beautiful because people who are successful don't need to make you feel like shit. You know, I I don't I, they don't need to. You if you step back, I you know the one thing my husband has taught me is, you know, he's always said, you know, you you try so hard, like you're no you you try to be overly interested. You you're somebody who's like almost doing a dance for people to make them feel comfortable and he's like you know you, what in real life or on the podcast or what on every on, on just all, in general just in general i'm a people pleaser oh okay so and then when someone is like inviting me into their world i'm i am i'm the person's <clears throat> like oh my god thank you da, 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 da. and i'm always like nodding and big gestures to show i'm interested i'm invested and it can come across as fake and you know, it, it, it irks my husband every so like now and again, because he's like, you know what, you you have a lot to offer the person that, you know, you're you're performing for. And I'm like, wait a second, but I'm not performing. He's like, eh. he's like, why don't you just take a breath and allow them to show you who they really are? And, you know, and it's funny, he's like, you're doing all the work for them. So, uh, you know, I. Yeah, but if it's like a fake conversation and someone you're not really going to have another conversation with or invest any kind of real time with them. It's all right to do that at a cocktail party. Yeah, or whatever. I, I agree with you. I think I'm getting less and less though. I'm, I'm starting to exit out on you conversations. What? You oh, oh no, no. This is just, um, unfortunately I have raw generation. What's raw generation. It is, um, I don't even know. It's like or eat or evolve food. Like it's all health. Oh, food I just stuff. see the phone keep blowing up. Yeah, no, like, no. I need to get please, that. nobody's blowing me up. I wish. No, no. I okay. wish I, I was being blown up by anything other than health food. Okay. <laughs> no. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. No, it is. It. But yeah. I got blown up after that fucking X Factor episode. Oh, you did. Oh my! I'm gosh. so curious. So what happened? What happened? With the blow, blow up? I've never. I had no. Like, I even told him on the podcast. I was like, dude, I don't know you for nothing. Yeah. I go, I remember, I've seen you on TV since like 2003 mm-hmm. being X Factor, but that's it. Just a person on my television screen every now and then in a crowd of 55,000 people. And, and again, then. And, and again, for listeners who maybe didn't see that episode, oh, X Factor is who? Oh, they watched it. Trust me. Yeah. Who, they listened to it and watched it. Try yeah. Everybody did. That was my most, po- that thing blew, that blew, blew up. Is he like a. Is he like a big Chiefs fan? Is that what he is? He's the big, self-proclaimed biggest, longest, gotcha. big soup. He's in the Hall of He's in the actual football Hall of Fame. No way. I did not the know that. The football Hall of Fame. He's in there as a super fan because he's been dressing up like as X Factor, this super fan. He hasn't missed a single home game. And How old is he? 46 or 8 or something like that. And why was the the episode like? Okay, <laughs> I love it. And and what 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 made the episode go? Okay, so I was uh, just I was just looking on uh, on YouTube. Mm. Sorry, not YouTube. Uh, Yahoo. One morning, because I sometimes like to scroll on different sites. Yeah. Yahoo's one of them. And it goes, uh, KC super fan X Factor gets banned for life from case from Arrowhead Stadium. I was like, well, that's on Yahoo's front page. Like, I yeah. have to read this. Yeah. 
I read it and read what happened. So he got from the article. It was like he got knocked out. Like it just showed a video of a guy coming up the stairs, punching him in the face, and him getting knocked out. I was like, well, how did he get banned? He got yeah. knocked out and he got banned. Yeah. What? I go. I'm just gonna. You know. You know me. I just. Yeah. I'm gonna ask somebody Curious. if you want to come on my podcast. Yeah. I'm just gonna. I ask everybody. So I just found him on Instagram and said, hey, man, I've got the best podcast in Kansas City. You want to come tell your story? That can be debated. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it is my very biased opinion. <laughs> that's how that's how that's the only that's that's what I've been saying for years. It's, it according is, to Ryan West. According you know? to my super biased opinion, this is the best podcast in Kansas City. And outside of me, from an objective standpoint, standpoint, it's one of the best. If it's not the best, it's up there. I know, whatever. So not, it's not back, because of me. Back to the expert. Back so, to the expert. Let's get on point here. Uh, come expert. On, <laughs> trying to suck my own dick here. Let's go. I love it. Uh, so he Flexible gets knocked boy. out. So, yeah. So I have him. Yeah. I, I need, need any more yoga classes. So. <laughs> so I hit him up, and he's like, "Yeah, man, I'll I'll do it." Yeah. And then he goes, "Call me." I'm like, "What?" Mm. All right. That's weird. Yeah, bro. And so I call him. It was on Sunday. Sunday morning, I call him, and it sounded like he was already drunk, and he was at the Washington football team, you know, the old school Redskins. He was at their game because the Chiefs were playing in Washington. He's like, oh, they can ban me from Arrowhead, but they can't ban me from the other stadiums. Oh, my gosh. He is committed. And then, so he's, yeah. like, talking to me, but I, it sounded like he was drunk and going around and talking to all these fans. Want to get a picture with me? Want to get a picture with me? I'm X Factor. Want to get a picture with me? I was like, uh, like, hey, dude, I go, why don't you just call me back later or whatever? Yeah. And I was like, I, I was like, I'm never going to hear from this guy. He's drunk and whatever. He probably yeah. – drunk dialed or told me drunk yes yeah. that he would but that monday i was like yeah let's do it monday because i had to get him in as yeah. soon as i could i was like i gotta get this guy in yeah. he's gone viral yeah um and he hit me up monday he's like yo i'm in town you still want to do this i was yeah. like oh shit yeah come on tonight five six o'clock whatever get your ass over here yeah and he showed up as x factor and um so a lot of th- a lot of people think he's a piece of shit yeah. Because for the longest time, he's been getting drunk and on cocaine. Uh, he's like a deadbeat dad. Uh, sometimes maybe he exposes himself and maybe children are around when that happens. Just Now, has he said this or other I, people uh, said it to you? People have said that this is apparently yeah. the narrative. I got Like you. he had some family members. Like his ex-wife was like, uh, gave me a long ass, like half a book of a de- d- DM. I, I got no. tons of DMs of uh. all these people. His aunt sent me a long DM. I'm embarrassed to have his last name, but I can't. And a lot of it was they were pissed off that I gave him a platform to 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 just showcase him and I'm supporting him and condoning him. And I gave him a platform and I should have done my research and homework about this piece of shit. Never have had him on here. I was like, first of all, fuck you. You're well, not, a, they, you're not they, a fan. I told what? all these people yeah. to kick rocks. I said, yeah. listen. I go, if you listened, if you actually yeah. listened to that episode, yeah. I never condoned him. Yeah. I never supported him. You just him. had him on. And the whole time, if you pay attention, yeah. I'm fucking trolling him the whole time. Yeah. I'm, I got him to incriminate himself. <laughs> I got him to say some shit he should not have been saying on there. And yeah. like, just like, but I did it. And I, I feel like I did a pretty good job of it. I was like, if you actually paid attention. So people were pissed yeah. off at me coming at me. And I got in a lot of DM fights with these dudes. Yeah. I was like, dude. I go, did you listen to it? Yeah, I listened to it. I go, well, then fuck you. You weren't smart enough to understand what happened. Yeah. This guy, multiple people texted me back and said, dude, I'm sorry. 
you are right. That was genius. I go, he goes, I only listened to, a lot of them say I only listened to the first few minutes yeah. and just assumed. But when I listened to the whole thing, holy shit, you're genius. Uh, the guy, the guy that hit him owes you a, like, you're going you're gonna to do him a big favor. Like he yeah. can take this to court, all this other stuff. I was like, thank you. Like you just have it's, to pay it's, attention. It's so tough because at the end of the day, I think the one thing that I have realized is when you have, I wasn't trying to get him in trouble. Sorry. No, I wasn't trying to get it, but I was just no. like, I'll give someone enough rope to, to hang let, themselves. Yeah. Hang no, themselves. Yeah. Like, this is who you are. I'll let yeah. you be who you are and say some ridiculous yeah. shit. I might needle your troll a little yeah. bit, but you're going to well, see it's who just you are. like, I mean, uh, again, I know that we're not like, you know, news source 49 or something like that. But in the next breath, we are, we are doing we're basically sitting and interviewing someone. If someone chooses to come on the podcast, it's not like, I mean, you don't have a relationship with this person. No. I think it's so interesting to watch people who have been wronged by someone and um, when when they're being interviewed, when they're telling their side of the story, how the person who gives the so-called person of question a platform, um, people will attack the person who gives them the right. chance to speak. At the end of the day, um, you know, you're just having a conversation about an event that happened. Yep. Um, and the other thing that, that, you know, is so weird to me is people have selective hearing mm -hmm. and, and they have no patience. Right. So my, fa my, my, and I, and I'm, I'm guilty of it. I'm so guilty of it. I can't tell you how I've had to unlearn my my listening skills because I was you know I'm that people pleaser person so I'm ready to jump in. You know that's the cool thing about doing podcasting is learning how to be a better communicator yes. and a better listener. I'm yeah. sure even Charles, you've probably gotten some just from sitting there listening and watching me and somebody yeah. over the years. Just well, and also you know. like you know it's it. I mean I don't know if you ever guys if you guys ever download afterwards, but my producer Aaron a lot of times we'll talk afterwards and. You know, he'll definitely say, like, you were so in this or, you know, you were in it, but you could tell that, like, you know, it was, yeah, it was like, it was kind of surface level. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely feel like when you're interviewing someone that, you know, it is maybe you dis maybe you disagree with or have questionable um, opinions about things, I find myself in this interesting place of I'm so conscious of the fact that you know a third party will be watching obviously my producers watching or then you know when I'm posting it I I understand that what we're doing is out there for everyone to look at um but the funny thing is is that people will hear whatever they want to hear they will pick and choose from what you say and they will edit out all the rest. Let them. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I agree. <laughs> so at the end of this, did you feel like at the end of the X Factor interview, did you <clears throat> leave that feeling good about giving him a platform? And then the second question I have for you is, did you, what bothered you most about the personal attacks about giving him a place to speak? Uh. What was the first question? Did I, did I, I didn't have any guilt or I'm glad I had him on. Yeah. It's controversial. Yeah. I want a controversial guest. I didn't know anything about, I didn't. Would you have I, him back I, on again? Nah. Yeah. No. Yeah. 
No reason You got the to. story. Yeah. I got the story. Yeah. I did ask him straight up. I go, are you a pedophile? He goes, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that you did that. I love that you did that. But I also think that it, you know, he's, did he, um, the other thing, before we go, the second, the second question is, did you, um, it's tough when you're interviewing someone that you, like, I, it's. I didn't know shit about him. I yeah. just knew he was, got knocked out and then banned from and why Arrowhead. Did he, and and why I was like, he, I got to get this guy And why on. did he get knocked out? Okay, so his story is, no, no, no. Everybody's story but his is he threw a water bottle at his rival. So it's his rival that hit him. It used to be. So he took it. He took this dude under his wing, taught him how to be a super fan. They were traveling together. They were best friends forever. And then X Factor's story is then his best friend fucked his baby mama or his wife or whatever. And they were cheating on, you know, <laughs> cheating together. And then he Sorry. finally found out. And it was like, you know, fuck you, Red Extreme. I made you. You're done. The super fans had super a wife fans. swap. I love it. There wasn't a swap. There was just no. a, oh my God. That's so, and so eight, That was 18 years ago, but they've been having this beef yeah. for like 18 years. And then apparently this game, X Factor threw a water bottle. It hit Red Extreme's wife. Water got all over her and hit him. So he just walked up and hit him in the face. But he said he... Uh, X Factor said that he didn't throw the water bottle. And I'm sure like Patrick Mahomes is like, man, I miss X Factor. Like, that, hey, like, man, I really miss I mean, X Factor. I mean, I hate, I don't mean to be rude because at the but end. But right of the, now I have to worry on my brother dancing where he's not supposed to be dancing. Oh, my God. I can't. I can't. I mean, I, it's, it's cringy to me because like the fact that you have a shtick about being a fan let me teach you how to be a good fan. But he taught him. That is so, and again, you know, I might sound, I don't know. I, I, I think that kind of stuff. You're either a fan or you're not a fan. And if you're you're sitting here and having a gimmick, you know, sure, whatever. But like, I don't know. It's just weird to me. I, I don't know. I like, I can't, I can't even put my head around it. And then the fact that you're like a grown ass man and you're throwing a water bottle at a guy's wife. I don't care how pissed you are. That is so like. No, sorry. Uh, look, I'm not saying he did it. I don't know. That no. was his side it of the was story. It was alleged. It's I, alleged. And, and then I invited Red Extreme on. I yeah. said, hey, come on, tell your side of the story. Yeah. I'll give you the same amount of respect mm-hmm. and same platform as him. Well, maybe when he's done suing me, but right now, blah, blah, blah. Damn. Well, you know. But it was fun. And what was the second part of the question? Oh, how do I feel? Oh, what, did I take anything personal? Yeah, or, did you? No, d- yeah. No, no, no. I don't. <clears throat> I laughed at it. Like, I got into arguments because I like, I like getting into it with people if you're going to come at me yeah i'm going to come back at you and tell you what an idiot you are and you can figure that out when i'm done <laughs> telling you how dumb you are and i'll tell you why you're dumb has anyone ever come at you and changed your mind like you you were like you back down you're like yeah maybe maybe i was in the wrong as far as what about the podcast or about something like you know that you might have said that came off harsh or oh i don't need anyone to tell me if i fucked up i'll know i'm like yeah. oh or um, I don't have a ton of ideas. Are you I'm, gracious with criticism? Yeah, I like criticism. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. it. I take it. If it's like constructive coming from a good place, it yeah. can be told to me in a harsh way. That's fine. Yeah. And I'll be like, you're right. Because I've had that a few times. I'm like, oh, maybe you're right. But then, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what, what was it? Um. We were talking about um, like people coming at you and then if it, it like, you know, if you were ever bothered by it or like how you take it. I like it. 
Yeah. <clears throat> I yeah. like it. Yeah. You you definitely aren't like when I first met you and then, you know, the when I talked to to Josh because I've run into Josh Dapper Latino a couple times since you and I have. Oh, nice. And you know, it, it's interesting because I I have a lot of respect for people who are unapologetic. Yeah. About their initial like r- reaction slash response. Mm-hmm. I'm learning more and more now that. I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an emotional reactor, so I'm trying as I'm getting older of taking a breath and responding versus reacting. Mm-hmm. But I do appreciate someone who's like, "Hey, you know, this is how I felt at the moment, and I'm sorry you you triggered me or you you whatever." A lot of times, I say I'm sorry too quickly, and uh, you know, I the ladylike factor in me, you know, is is like. I I'm glad that I have it, but I also I also get I'm the girl with the fork underneath the table piercing my hand when I'm like, oh my god, like you know, like what you know, like I know that's extreme, but like some, but like there are times where I'm like, I I will definitely speak up, but I'm trying more and more. Like I know the fork in the hand is quite dramatic, but it's it's that sense of like. I have knee-jerk, like, knee-jerk reactions. I actually am, I think I'm pretty. Oh, I get those. But Because I'm really quick and funny, so I'm like, so I well, just come up with, I'm like. You, and I think you can defuse it. You're you're pretty good about defusing it. I, I think. If I, I want it defused, if I want to escalate yeah. it, look out. I get emotional. I, I My problem is, is I react emotionally. I wish I, I wish I could take Mom? that, that out. Yeah, I think I might, because that is going down easy. West Bottoms Whiskey. They're on 13th Street, down in the West Bottoms. Go on. All right, sip. Cheers. Mm. Lakayam. Salud. <laughs> May the devil know you're dead in half hour after you're in heaven. Kung Pao. All right, so let's shift the narrative. Sure, we got shift it. Um, let's see. What am I? What am I? What am I thinking about right now? All right, so holiday season all right i want to know for you um i've been doing a lot of thinking about like as i've been getting older this sense of uh, romanticizing things i'm 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 a romantic i'm always thinking about like you know uh, i like to dream big um and i have a lot of no, expectations oh, yeah. I, la- I have a lot of expectations and i realize that uh, Sometimes you got to bring those down to really enjoy the moment. So with the holidays coming up, is there, has it changed for you? Like the way that you look at like spending time with family and friends? Um, Do you, do you have these moments to where you reflect more at the end of the year? And uh, you do, do you, are you more of a, are you a cheerful person during the holidays? Or are you like, ah, I don't give really, f- it's, it's just another day for me. No. So there's this other awesome restaurant in Vegas that was just so amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding with you. I love it. I was like, you, I was like, <laughs> what? Was it a holiday themed restaurant? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so holidays is like a double edged sword for me. Mm-hmm. I, cause I have 
you know, kids. I love Christmas with them. I get them every year for Christmas Eve and like Christmas. So I get the whole Santa thing and I love, love it. it. Yeah. And I, one of my favorite holidays is Thanksgiving, but I, it's every other year I get my kids. And then, yeah. so like the other years it's like, what do I do? Like my family yeah. doesn't live anywhere around. Like the only family I have around here are my kids. So it's not like I have. Yeah. Do you? I don't have a Thanksgiving to go to or something. Do you get? Do you get your kids this? Do you get them this year? No. Okay. Well, guess what? What? You can come to Thanksgiving with me. Well, cheers. I might do that. Yeah, maybe. You might get invited a couple things, but I mean, at the end of the day, that's one thing I've realized is it's so important. It's so important to ask those questions to people that you assume. Like for me, I don't have kids. And like, yeah. I, I mean, I, I like saw you with your daughter the other day, like when we went met, met at the coffee shop and like, I, I love. Oh, that's right. You met Nora. Yeah. And you fill in the blanks about people's stories. Right. And you, you make assumptions. I'll fill them in for you. And it, at the end of the day, like, you know, you, I like to ask because I know that people assume a lot of things about me mm-hmm. and I don't, they're not necessarily, necessarily right. So, and during the holidays, I'm going to do my best to bring the people into my life who may not have places to go. Um, and it may not be fancy or it may be really fancy because I like to be fancy. Mm. But um, I don't know. I, I think the holidays are such a, we're, we're already like false pretense to the max degree on our social media. But during the holidays, I feel like, oh my God. Like, yeah. Well, it, like it I was saying, for me, it's a double-edged sword because I like the time, like those couple days that I'm with my kids or on those celebrations, celebrating those days. But with my job in real in real life, mm-hmm. I'm a mailman, and that time of year is just brutal. It's just the highest volume of years. I have super super long days where, I mean, I feel like all I do is work and sleep. Yeah. And what is it? What is it like? Like I, I'm oh, so curious. Like you, what awful. time do you get up? What's your schedule? Right now it's been, I get up about 5.45 and hit the gym at about 7 and get to work at about 8. But soon I'm going to have to be waking up and getting to work at about <clears throat> 7 at the latest, maybe 6, yeah. 6.30 come yeah. peak season, yeah. which will be coming up soon. And then I'll be working... You know, it can be 12, 13, 14, sometimes 14, 15 hour days on real bad days. That's crazy to me. And you have to deliver every piece of mail that's given to you? Is that how it goes, pretty much? Uh, every piece of mail that I decide to take. I got you. But, which is almost every piece of mail. But some days it's just so heavy. I'm like, I can't yeah. take all this. I have to take this tomorrow. Yeah. Packages, I got to take whatever packages I get today. I have to take them. And that's yeah. where it's crazy. Like there's some, like it'll be soon where I'll have to take two trips on my route. Instead of just doing my route in one trip, yeah. I'll have so many packages to put in those mail trucks. Yeah. I'll fill it up. I'll have to come back to the office, refill it again and keep going. And then, and on top of it, uh, it's, you know, it's snow, it's rain, it's cold as fuck. It gets dark at five and I'm still out there delivering in the yeah. dark with a, a headlight on my lamp, yeah. trying to figure out what address to bring your stupid yeah. present, <laughs> your fucking dog food that you had to order from Amazon. Get the fuck out of here. I love oh, you. It's I so brutal. It. It's but so it, brutal. It's the, other... it's the same fucking people. It's the same people every day. It's not just Christmas season. Yeah. It's that because it's everyone else who doesn't norm- normally order. They order that time of year. But then it's also the people. There's people, Seraphine, there are literally people 
that order packages every day of the year. Every day I give people these packages. Yeah. They're not a business. They're not, oh, I need my paper, paper clips and yeah. pens and pencils and stocking shit. Yeah. No, it's just horrible people that ha- it's just lonely boring ass housewives yes. with shitty fat husbands that they don't like to fuck anymore for whatever reason and he's off being a plumber or whatever with his business and she's just like well what would bring me happiness today oh i know this little thing on amazon these little these little pants i bet you i can squeeze my fat ass into these things let me i mean get I, like you know let's let's i'm gonna be super transparent with you that is me when me and my husband I never was that person. Never, ever. I didn't have money. I didn't have anything. And, you know, I have a fight with my husband or I don't see him. And then all of a sudden it's like, I deserve this. I've changed. I've I've definitely changed a few things in, in, in my perspective. Who was that? Very recently. Was there a vibrate? Was that you, Charles? That's Charles. Oh, okay. Charles is the one who's got a social life. We're talking about my me on a sad day with my husband and you hating people because they're ordering too much dog food. And Charles is like, um, I have 50 texts from 50 different women. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Sliding I'm kidding. them DMs. That's true. I, lo- I love it. He's got, he's got chicks sliding his DMs. I have an, on- I he have, slides back. I do have a question though about the male side of it. So right. What happened in the lab? I mean, I know with, I know, I know the general idea of COVID and w- how it has affected our male system. Mm-hmm. But I want to know, like, what is, uh, I mean, what was how it? have you gotten, I mean, essentially, like, you've been fucked over by, like, and again, nothing against the U.S. Postal Service. I, I mean, but I want to know, like, what is it? It, what, it started it all? I, I mean, yeah. And, and, it was and, Amazon. Amazon, okay. Amazon, and the post office. The ampo- uh, the post office uh, got raped by Amazon in a deal. Yeah, and we just got screwed. We have to take all this shit. We lose money on every Amazon package we take, or something like that. Or like, it, yeah. like I'll look at like a, like a, a dog food drives me nuts because it's a big fifty. It's, heavy, it's a yeah. big fifty pound box. It takes up a whole lot of room. Yeah. And it's something you can go get up right down the street yeah. at Walmart. Like you're getting at me because you're saving a couple dollars. But yeah. what I and then I look at like how stupid the post office is for making this deal with Amazon. When I look at a 50 pound giant box like that, it it costs like a dollar fifty for Amazon to ship that or something. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to spend send that giant box fifty oh, pounds, do you know how much that's costing? Oh my you? god, it's it's probably like in the fifty like oh it's eighty seven dollars or more probably. Oh my god, yeah, which I, I believe because oh I, yeah, yeah, God, that's insane. But, and then we get hammered like it's all we do is is deliver Amazon. It's it's yeah. insane. It's just yeah, I I I. I do understand, you know, that the person who does my route backbreaking too. Just, oh, I, I, I know. And I, and he is every time I, I interact with him, <clears throat> he's probably one of the most cool people I know. And he is somebody who like will always ask questions. Like when we first, when we first moved to, to the place we live, um, the address was kind of messed up mm. and our packages ended up going to different like weird places. That happens. And, uh, you know, when we have things sent to us, there's some things that are, are super important, especially with my, my husband's line of work. So anyway, what I love about it was I, you know, when you, 
when you interact. I don't know. There's there's just certain people that like I have to say when you take people for granted and you're like, no, actually, if you if you depend on them for certain things, to me, it's conversations that need to be had. They 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 do. They need, and especially if you're the person who's like, I'm the woman who lives a few miles away from Walmart. And like you see this person that you're like, eh, whatever, like I'm going to buy. To me, like these are the things that are like, I don't know. I don't want to be in the matrix. I know I want to know who you are. I want to say hello. And like at the end of the day, I want people to freaking. You want me to take it a step further? So not only do I hate that, but where I deliver, and I'll be very careful. I'm not going to put it out there, but Mm -hmm. it's a small town. Yeah. And with small town mentality thinking people. And they have a Facebook group. Oh. The little town, the little town has their Facebook yeah. group. And let me tell you something. They're all lazy as fuck, yeah. hate their lives. Yeah. So what do they do when they're not ordering shit on there? They're on Facebook, on their Facebook group talking shit about the mailman. I've gone oh viral in this town for just some stupid shit. Like little yeah. thing like, oh, the, the post. Like It's like, do you understand how many thousands of pieces of mail I get a day? And if And if you're... Uh, address is one two three four fake street and i accidentally delivered it to one two three four steak street yeah i'm sorry it's gonna happen but yeah. these people are like oh there goes the goddamn lazy ass mailman again blah no, blah called- <laughs> like i go get viral then they got other fucking ring videos on yeah. there look i didn't know i went viral i got a ring video that went viral out there in this little fucking town i'm can't believe i didn't get in trouble for it yeah but yeah it was these people says well yeah. Right, I'll, I'll be careful. Breathe. I'm going to be real careful. Yeah. But it's just one of these people that orders shit every day, every uh. fucking day. And this, so this was, so on this day, first of all, I'm going to preface this. I don't know shit about those ring cameras. I, oh, I have one. And guess they, what? It's, uh, it yeah. records Oops. everything. It records it your voice, audio, everything. I know. As soon as you don't have to touch it. No. You just walk up there. I didn't know it was that sophisticated. Yeah, it's super so sophisticated. This is okay, this was literally personally one of the worst days of my life. I was yeah. ridiculously depressed, like a really, 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 really just bad day yeah, for me. I get it. And on top of that was a horrible day at work. Yeah. And this person is towards the end of my day on my route, and it was just another day where where they had seven or eight packages God, I, yeah and i get up there and i'm just so sick of these fucking people and, and the whole like i said the shitty day and i got my handful and i go put it up on there as i'm walking up i go these fucking people are fuck every i go every fucking day with these fucking people it's insane you said i just mumble loud? i have my headphones in i'm mumbling and i said it kind of out loud and i dropped it and then went out and then she posted that video here's our mailman cussing us out and then the thread of all the people in that second. little town this guy needs to be Wait fired he needs to be held accountable Wait a second. no 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 i no i want to know all you did was deliver. The, you, you didn't. You didn't mess anything oh, up. Oh no, right? no, no! I didn't mess anything up. So this woman took the time to watch the video, and post it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So I'm just gonna say this out loud. Shame on you. Shame yeah. on you for yeah. for for. I'm sorry. We all have bad days, and if I was videotaped or, or whatever ring lighted, um. I'm sorry. The only time I'm going to look at that light, the ring is when I don't have a package. If there's a problem, I'm going to look and review the footage, right? Yeah. If there's a problem, yeah. I'll solve it. But to sit there and watch your freaking feed oh. and look for something. Yeah. 
and then sit there and like you, no one has any clue about your life. They right. have no clue about your life. And you know what? Your packages were still delivered. And you know what? I've said things under my breath, probably worse than just, I don't want to pick up this box. And I mean, I, I'm in front of groups of people teaching workout classes. Yeah. We all have bad thoughts. We all have bad days. And what pisses me off is when, and again, it's called either too much time or who knows? I mean, who knows why this person did it, but you know what? Shame on you. I, you know, I, you got your packages. Someone can have a bad day. That's all I can say. Well, they get their packages every day. That's yeah. the thing. And you didn't say it to her face. You said it to her freaking recording device that, frankly, at the end of the day, you know, there's video cameras Big everywhere. Big brother watching me. I it's know. Just, it's, no, it's and then And then you get the whole, and then, it, it, like I said, it blew up in that small town. Like, the, all oh. the comments. And I did have a couple people on my side, but a lot yeah. of people were like, oh, what a, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know. There You're, was one one comment. I loved it. It goes, it sounds like that guy needs a Snickers. I love it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good one, though. No. I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I, I, I definitely feel like, you know. That's just one. I had another person take a picture of me. Like someone just took a picture of me, not even with a ring camera, took a picture from their phone, from their phone, because yeah. I'm like a foot away and I like, I'll toss some packages near the mailbox, like the big neighborhood mailboxes. Yeah. It's like a two foot drop. It doesn't do anything. It's not going to break shit. Trust me. Yeah. And like, oh, this mailman's throwing and kicking things. I took a picture and there was no picture. It was just a picture of me standing at the mailbox. It's like, it's like, get out of here. <sighs> it's, it's such a shitty little town. Yeah. But, and then what these people don't see is there are people on my route that talk to me and like, oh, you do such yeah. a great job. Oh, you're so nice. Blah, blah, blah. I had one lady tell me how handsome I was. I love it. The sexy she goes, mailman. She goes, wait a minute. Are you the same mailman that I see every day? That you? I was like, yeah, I'm the regular. She goes, it's because I didn't have my sunglasses on. She goes, oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't realize you're really handsome. I was like, oh, hey. As long as you Tell don't. Tell your friends. As I, long as you don't wear Oakley's upside down in the back of your hat. I can't do that. What is that? Guy Fieri is what that is. That's uh, old I can't do it. That's like old 90s. Like, that's someone that peaked in the 90s. I mean, I, no hate on Oakley. I mean, I understand Oakley's serve a purpose for athletically. I was never into Oakley's. But, like, but I have to say, if you're wearing a ball cap and your Oakley's are upside down on your neck or whatever that is, like, dude, like, no, no. It's so, it, it, like, that right there makes me think of that town. Yeah, yeah, that would be it. I mean, I hate to say it, and he's that got be and, it. And, he's throwing, and, he, and he's coaching his son's yeah. little league team, and he's taking it way too seriously and getting red in the face, yelling at these kids how awful they are. And yeah, I'd like to have to, someone have a video camera on that person. Yeah, oh, they do. cussing out a kid. Yeah, as opposed to a mailman going, "Fuck these fucking packages of Alpo." I mean, like, fuck. I mean, wh who are you gonna judge? I don't know. I, cheers, well, they judge everybody. Cheers in that to being town. human and not a matrix robot. Well, we're both. <laughs> I love it. Mm -hmm. Be nice to your mailman, people. I mean, be at nice the end to of your the mailman day, and tip him twenty bucks at Christmas time. Right? It's called a. You know what? In New York, I mean, we have to. When I look there, I would like to know about New York. I, I kind of yeah. told you about Vegas, but yeah, that was my thing. I just loved yeah. it so much. It's. Oh, you were asking me about the pool. Yeah. Oh, so the the second time I went with a, a young a young lady. Yeah. And uh, you know. Tallulah. We went to uh, Caesar's <laughs> Caesar's Palace, and it's it's fun, but it's not as good as the Venetian. But it's good. The pool's better. Yeah. But the rooms aren't as nice. You can hear everything. 
in the rooms. Like we heard our next couple arguing. It was funny. Uh, so, but the pool, the, the Caesars pool is great. And some of it's blocked off. And we somehow snuck into like the, the high roller pool. Yeah. Like there was like one little, we went up some stairs and there was like a little tiny rope, but we're yeah. like, eh, what this, what if they really wanted us out, it'd be a yeah. real block. So we just ducked under that. Yeah. And then went to, we like, and then we saw another one on the other side. We're like, well, we'll duck under this too. And we ended up, we didn't really know, but we had an idea. We were in the yeah. high roller pool. I love it. it I love it. Awesome. <clears throat> we're, we got, I can't, yeah, everybody, I have to, there's some things I have, I can't you talk have to edit about. Out. Yes. I, not editing, yes. I just can't yeah, talk yeah, about. Yeah. But we're in there and then there was this like, you know, attractive lady and his, her, her guy. And we started like hang, hanging out, talking to them. Yeah. We ended up getting, dr- like we were supposed to leave that day. This was on Sunday. Our flight was at like three. We're at the pool at like 12. <laughs> we ended up having a good time with this couple getting drunk and like, we have to stay another day. I love it. <laughs> like, like, don't you love, don't you love those couples that like, they're like, you know what? Yeah. I'm enjoying we your hit, company. We hit we're going to keep buying you alcohol. If you just stay one more night, let's, the only thing that I think that uh, it's, it's one thing to have like good company. I think the hard part is, is that sometimes, I mean, depending on what your level of drunkness is or whatever, I do think, uh, there are certain couples that misread another couple and then all of a sudden it goes from like casual drinks to oh, like, yeah. wait a minute. No, <laughs> yeah. like no, 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 no. Right. I mean, it, and it's, and it's so weird where I'm like, how did I give you a swinger vibe? Right. I'm like, I am so like, if you're, if you're really actively listening to me, I'm giving you everything that's like, yeah, no. Right. No. But then you get these people who are like, they're like jonesing. They're like, <laughs> if I got to get another bottle of alcohol. Oh, wow. Like, what? It's so creep show. Oh, no. This was just fun. Good time no, party. And I, uh, you strike me as someone who would totally like be like X nay on the swing nay, especially oh, no. if it's like Judy. You're like, no, you're like, no. Actually, oh, no, 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 no. If she's, uh, <laughs> come on. I love you. Come you're like, on. Actually, Judy. Actually, like, let's go. Come on. <laughs> let's go. No, it was fun because we had a lot in common. It was ever. And then so we ended up calling our, the front desk. How much is it for one more night? We call our airlines. How much is it? We change our exchange our tickets for another night. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then all the drinks. We ended up spending. <laughs> You're going to move to Vegas. I, I want to. Yeah. I would tell. I love- yeah. And then we went, you know, I went uh, recently again for the th- yeah, third time this year. Like, oh. And then I was like, you know what? I don't need to come back again unless it's for a certain reason because yeah. I've gotten enough out of it. And then I'm like, no, I still want to go back. Like, I love it. I have so much fun there. Um, it's And it's so cheap to go there. Like, uh, you can go there for like 200 bucks round trip with a dope-ass hotel. Totally. The only thing that round you trip. have to do is not be a gambler right yeah don't gamble <laughs> then your you two hundred dollars turns to like five thousand dollars in the hole yeah and uh your discover card doesn't yeah. have any points on it anymore you don't <laughs> have to gamble that's the thing you don't have to gamble it is so fun no. just walking the strip yeah and, no it's, and, it's it's a good time i it is i am unfortunately the girl who's like i need i want to go to the shows yeah i love sh- uh, like i love a good vegas show I think I, I, my my problem was that like, and I'm the cheesy girl. Like I want to go see magicians. I want to go like see that. like, you know the the crazy horse girls. I want to go like if there's concerts like that for me. There's something about this 
this old school, like, what do you want to call it? Like Frank Sinatra vibe. I really love the fact that there are shows there every single night. And mm-hmm. the other thing I love is I love comedy. Comedy for me is something that I wish I could be a master at. Okay. I mean, when I'm on Netflix, I mean, right now, I think there is such a cool, there's a, there's a cool, like, change of the guard of of comedy because you know no matter what we know traditionally with comedians kind of but youtube is really a good changing of the guard you can find some good specials of of some really good comics that just can't get on a netflix for whatever reason that put their whole specials on youtube but, for but, free but and but, but, good. but i have to say netflix is like oh netflix a, does some good shit they got some there's great a comics. south african comedian um he is named uh I, 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 and again don't i feel so bad for not if I, I'm mispronouncing it. Hannah Gatsby? Loya Sola Gola. This guy is a, a black man from South Africa. He talks about apartheid. He talks about um, kind of changing your perspective about like, this is what my fucking reality is. But he does it in such a way where it's like when I talk about Kara Quigley, again, back to her, of this sense of when, you know, I started my podcast during covid george floyd all of it like and for me there was a real sense of a reckoning within myself and i you know i i had always prided myself i'm i'm like the person who's always sorry i'm def- i'm always like what can i do that's better and then realizing like chill the fuck out just sit and listen and hold some space chill the fuck out and with comedy i mean from just the this the South African comedian to Dave Chappelle to Chris Rock. Chris Rock's um uh, like he he has a I think it's called um it's something about playing the tambourine. There was there was an unlearning and a relearning through comedy because they gave me grace at laughing at myself, but in the next breath like respecting like a, a viewpoint um even um, if you want to learn about the gay culture listen to eddie murphy raw oh, oh my god i mean I, <laughs> I mean love you to death but like the other person who i i, I have to say like it, it's interesting to watch him evolve <clears throat> as a comedian who i love ricky gervais oh yeah he's ricky funny. gervais is like, like my his, uh, what is the thing the em- emmys or golden globes or whatever he does just in general this this person by the way who is a atheist but an animal lover and and absolutely just he he has an edge to him but he also is so beautiful with the way he writes comedy and but also mean like he he doesn't hold a punch so to me like i don't know have, comedy, any, have you ever had any comics on your podcast um not yet Why not, not? well it's funny lois Gola. i had i did a whole podcast about his unlearning netflix special and it was tough because here I am, a white woman in Kansas City. I don't know that you need to label label yourself like that, but go. No, on. I have to because at the, because at the end of the day, you <clears throat> know, just a podcast. It is a podcast, but you know, it's a podcast. But his his comedy is is ele- uh, to me, it's an elevated form of comedy, and so it sounds like it's not funny. No, it, it's it's hilarious. I think some people may not find it funny because you know, they can't laugh at themselves. And I think for me, I had, I had, he, I had 
done the podcast and he had reached out a few times like and was like oh cool you know and I was like I'd love to have you on the podcast and then he kind of faded and I I understand it because my podcast has got like real housewives intermingled with like Dr. Auburn who's talking about race theory and then I have you know like you and I shooting the shit so like I'm a jack of all trades and a master was of probably none. your best podcast ever it was, was really hilarious. good but it's tough when you. I'm kidding, by the way, everybody. It was not that good. <laughs> it was. It was. It was good. It was. And the thing is, like, that's where I think podcasting is interesting. Is I really I had this connection with this com- comedian. He spoke to my freaking heart, and he made me laugh and cry. And then when I I almost got to have him on, and then he kind of faded. Like there was this sense of like. I don't know. Like you, you want you want what you put out into the the podcast universe. I, I'm realizing not to just crank shit out, and and there are people that I'd love to talk to. I'd love to interview him. I'd love. Oh, to, I, I mean, my dream guests out. are are him, Ricky Gervais. I like Jared Leto from uh, Thirty Seconds to Mars. I like him as an actor. I like his music. I know people roll his eyes. I think I mean good looking man. My my husband laughs at me and he's like, uh huh. We know why we you want to inter- interview him, but there's. There's people that like, I just wish that like, you know, you, you it's your wish list of people because I have so much respect for people who make me feel something. And, you know, when you do this and you sit down and you have conversations, you realize the intimacy of conversation is, every time I turn on a podcast, it allows me for a moment to feel not alone. Because okay. usually I'm in my headphones and I'm working out mm-hmm. or if I've had a, you know, if I've had a bad day or whatever, I mean, I, I'll, it'll take me out of my own world and I'm listening in and on conversation and I feel like I'm a part of it for just, for just a second. And it's, and, and I'm, and, and it's not, the attention isn't on me and I'm learning something. And I think, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is. What are you trying to say? I think what I'm trying Spit to say it is, out. Let's go. I think what I'm trying to say is is that what what we're doing is is something that shouldn't be a throwaway because the art of conversation is it's not happening anymore. It's like it's right. it's emojis and it's edited and it's 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 shameful and like human connection is amazing and what I love about the but isn't that just technology and, and evolution of of language and where we're going well, I mean that, that's look I agree with you that's why I do the podcast like yeah. I love you know I, it's hard to find a lot of people that are going to agree that isn't art the art of conversation but it really is yeah. when you boil it down Not anyone can sit across from someone and talk for hour two hours like I, you just heard if you heard followed any of the drama with with joe rogan and sanjay gupta gupta afterwards was like oh i've never had a three hour long conversation like that or i've never had a three hour conversation with somebody before it's like what mm-hmm. what how was, how like how are we losing like it's just we was it's he very was, was, was he saying that because there were some was he showing some vulnerability after the conversation because like, he got his ass handed to him because CNN lied about Joe Rogan taking horse met, horse dewormer, horse medicine, and yeah. not people medicine. They were making an outright lie about it on Sanjay Gupta's news network, CNN, and he had to sit there and kind of like... Backpedal? Uh, just be like, oh, well, well, what did they say exactly? Oh, well, yeah, I guess they shouldn't have said that. That wasn't very... But why did that bother you? And Rogan's like, well, it should bother you. Your news organization is making up lies yeah. about a stand-up comedian podcaster for lying about me. 
then why should I trust them on Syria or or Russia it, or Joe it, you know, or, or Hunter Biden or anything like it, that? It is interesting because I have to say the the matrix universe of us all being interconnected, um, it does give us a chance as podcasters that there is a chance. Like when Luis Ogola was like, yeah, anyway, gonna- why don't you try and get you know, like a a, a comedic, comic that you can get on that's a little bit more accessible? Well, that's the thing is what I love about it is the other day I was on an Instagram live mm-hmm. just listening because I, I like Jared Leto and I like um, there's a, a like electronic music, Elenium. And I was listening to them talk about the launch of their album. And you can, you know, you do that thing where you're like, oh, if you want to join the conversation, mm-hmm. they chose me. Oh, hey. And I got to talk to them. And, yeah. I, and the thing is, I've... I, it was cool because I, I, I had this moment and then funny thing is like after I, I watched it, there's this there is that sense of when you when when it's your podcast and if you're inviting someone on it and they agree to it, you've made a contractual agreement that you're gonna have a conversation. Like it's gonna be like for me, Barbara Walters, I have an autographed copy of her like I've always loved her I love her the Barbara Walters specials nice um but like it was interesting when they brought me in on the Instagram conversation I immediately was in this vulnerable space because it was like 11 o'clock at night and um I was in my pajamas no makeup and like okay I'm just gonna like and it was under the fandom thing of being a fan Mm -hmm. of them and I'm also 44 and there was like some young people on and older people on and like you have you have this sense of like I've been to a few concerts for 30 seconds to Mars. I'd love Jared Leto to be an interview. So like there's a part where, yeah, am I a fan of the bands? Yes. Was I in my head about like there's probably like 50 other people who want to like get on the feed. So like that that instant like I should have been like, hey, like you want to be on the podcast, but I didn't do it. My brain was just so in that mode of just like, let's talk about their new song that they launched or whatever. But it's so funny how now I'm understanding more than ever that the podcast format, like just go for it. All they can do is say no. Oh, that's been my motto since day one. That's how I... When I started this podcast, in my mind, I was like, I have all these ideas for guests. I'm going to have so many episodes. And in reality, I had seven or eight guests yeah. lined up like like in my head that I could actually do. Yeah. They, Who are your dream guests? I, I bet Joe Rogan's this, one of them. You asked this last on your show. Yeah. I said, I don't really have any. Uh, but if Joe Rogan, for one, just because you get the Rogan bump. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Like, I just p- got put on that platform. Now everyone's going to know about me in a certain percentage. But he's a of fascinating gonna... man, though. I mean, he, Oh, no, for sure. I mean, look at my fucking studio. Yeah. It's it's in- inspired, inspired by Inspired, of course. Yeah. This whole, I've, been listening to, I've been listening to Rogan than... I've been listening to Rogan longer than most people. Yeah. Like, just... I, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, one is uh, locally Slim Fast. Who's Slim Fast? He's uh, just a DJ on 96.5 The Buzz, like one of the yeah. day, uh, daytime drive hosts. Uh-huh. I just, uh, but he wouldn't do it because he's like a super anxious, like he doesn't, like he just stays home with his girlfriend all fucking day, yeah. drinking Kratom and smoking weed. Like Slim Fast, you need to come on the podcast, just smoke some weed, bring your girlfriend, <laughs> you know, just and chill. I, I Because you, you, you are, you're, you're, to me, I think you can read your guest. I think that you will definitely give them some zingers to like make them wiggle in the chair. But I think all in all, like you would, you would allow if he, if he shut down or if he was like, dude. Oh, he wouldn't shut down. Yeah. No. 
No, I'm I'm a I don't know. I just I'm all yeah. about just having fun. Uh, like I said, Donald Trump on your show, just because why wouldn't you want to have him? But he wouldn't yeah. be. You couldn't get him to be super open and honest. No. You know what I mean? He'd be guarded. But I like to see what I could get out of him. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I still haven't. There's just probably people. People wouldn't even know who, who they are. Who would intimidate the hell out of you? Like if you ha- that's not hard to do. Yeah. I was intimidated recently. Uh, I had an author, one of my favorite authors, on on a Zoom podcast, and I was super intimidated by that. And that's yeah. just because I was a fanboy. Yeah. And nervous. And like, what am I gonna? It's just I got in my head about it. But there's not. I don't think there'd be too many people I would get in my head about if I had them in my studio like this. It'd be like, all right, let's go. We're just yeah. I think I would have. I I think I would. I would want to show up for Angelina Jolie. She's somebody who. Oh, I'd like to have her on. She's such an interesting person because she's single. Uh, yeah, she is single. Well, I don't know. She I, she's been out and about with um. Oh, what is yeah. the weekend? The weekend. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand. And P.S. I just I saw. I that. just saw on on like like I don't know my newsfeed that Kim Kardashian. Was with um, what's his face? Oh yeah, the uh, SNL SNL uh, guy, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. Whether Ariana or not Grande uh, dude, and now Kim Kardashian. Holding her like there. It's funny because I watched that movie that uh, he did um, recently, where he was uh, he, he was a kid of a firefighter. Right. Um, he was. He actually is he a kid is, of a firefighter that died nine eleven. Yeah. Yeah. It was it. Anyways, why won't you get like a local comic on? You love comedians. Oh no, no, no. I, I would, I would love to. I need. I actually was going to a lot of comedy shows before COVID. I need to get back into oh, it. Oh, nice. Where were you going? Um, I was going to uh, Zona Rosa, where the what is that? I always forget. Zona, improv. Improv. Improv was, and and then there was one that used to be Zona, old Hooters. Which, yeah. Remember out south? That was um. Guy Craig Glazier's place, the guy that died yeah. on cocaine. Stanford and Sons. Stanford. Again, I there love. There was a Stanford Sons Westport twenty years ago. I know. I love comedy. The thing is, is that what I like about comedy is that there's life, open mic nights. Well, it, we should no, do that no, for our show is, too. I, it, you know what it is for me is on uh, the only times I feel like I'm really funny is with my sisters when I'm drunk. Or not drunk. Not, I, I I don't know why. I get the giggles with them. And like the times that I'm really witty you and funny. You have sisters? I have three. They're they're all younger. Okay. Go one's on. married. The other two. One's a, uh, she she literally is a hairstylist, punk bass guitarist in Portland. Oh, it's too far. I know, right? She but in? she's coming. She's coming to town for Thanksgiving. Really? Um, but I have to say, she she's a. <clears throat> she's like a freaking oi 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 punk girl. That's like you know you you laugh because she's got. What's She's the got other such one? a vibe. The youngest one is recently divorced. Okay. She proposed to a guy who is uh, my age, and um, she was with him for about a year and a half. She proposed to him. She proposed to him after a year and a half. Yep. I got to get her on the podcast. Yep. And he had two two teenage boys. Why did he? Why did she propose? That's very. Um. You know what's going on there? They had they had that friendship. She was in college, and he was like a like a teacher's assistant type. And long story short, they always had this really cool friendship for a long time. And they hung out more and more. And, you know, I think it was one of those things to where, like, you know what? I don't know if you've ever had anyone in your life where they're not quite a mentor, but they're, they're, they're somebody who you, you respect. And then all of a sudden the tables turn to where you're not, you're not like the, the, the person that's, 
like they're teaching or the person that's like their friend all of a sudden like you're their equal and it's a turn on right because they've they've like i've never had i would love to yeah it's it's give a, me that yeah Where can it, i find that well, you've got to, I think. Not OnlyFans or something? No, I think, you know what it is? I think for you, it would have to be something to where, like, it has to be an interest. Like, like they shared art, right? Art was their interest. And, you know, she she grew up, she became, you know, a, a really mature, amazing woman. And the funny thing is, is that at the end of the day, I don't know if he could have, he could handle her. And that's why, you know, they ended up splitting. Did they have an amazing friendship? Should they probably have stayed friends? But why, why, why is she? Why, did she get down on one knee and give him a ring? Um, she had a. I, I. I. If I remember correctly, it was like a Nelson Atkins park proposal, and his two sons, who their teenagers, were there hiding in the bushes. It was lovely. It was lovely. Unfortunately, you know, I. What did he say? Yes. Oh, he said yes, but he then said later yes. said no. Uh, no, she. I think both of them was a mutual. They, oh. moved, they ended up moving to New well, York. Well, he said, "Oh my God, yes." He said, "Yes, everybody." He said, "Yes." You know, it's. I'm sorry, it's just so funny. You know, yeah. you don't hear that every day. A woman proposing to the man. Yeah, and the man saying I, but yes. I also like, think, but I also think that that's the that that might you know have what? contributed to. You know, I don't. I do not like to make assumptions or anything. I don't know these people. Yeah. Sounds like the dude likes to get pegged. Peg, oh, like, like oh, you crack me up. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, it's it's funny. I I've realized more than ever now that relationships have so many layers, and you know, I will never be, I'll never be that person that that judges a relationship because I've, I have been. Oh, I will. I, you know. I will. I'll judge the hell out of I'll, it. I'll, no, I'm just kidding. You know, I, don't I'll give have a fuck. An, I might have an opinion, <laughs> but at the end of the day, you don't, yeah, don't know what goes fuck. on be, behind nah, closed doors. Not usually, and especially with my family members. Um, I know my sisters. Hey, even if he likes to get pegged, go on, get it. <laughs> I love it. Let her get. Let her grab those hips and just thrust that dildo in your ass. Let her go. I love to it. Town. I love it. Let her smack you on her ass. Maybe he'll, maybe she'll pull pull I, your little I short hair. I love that hair. you instantly have my sister's back. <laughs> and you know what? I, I I do too. I think just relationships. There's ebb and flow. FYI, I am not into that. Don't even go. But near your it. description was pretty dead on there. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, turn these mics off real I quick. I love it. <laughs> you crack me up. I don't know. But yeah, I'll, I'll finish the thought and say this. I I am somebody who I I love I love the idea. I've always loved the idea of love. But I realize it's now a good idea. at 44. I love my kids. Again, I say that all the time. I don't know why I like saying my age so much. I say it a lot. I already told you why. It, it, well, I, my husband's like, oh, because you want the compliment. Yeah, that you, you don't want the it. compliment. Not, you know what it is, is is that there's a, you know what it is, is people. You look 44. You just look like a worked on 44. Worked on. Yeah. I don't know what that means. That means with I'm your, paying yeah, for no, no, it all. I love, right. Oh, I'm, I got my Botox. <laughs> I got this and that. I'm dressing all nice. My, I mean, if I'm just my, giving you shit. You I, look great. Thank you. But, but I think we're, we're. She sure, looks, she looks sure. like 43, wouldn't you say? Thank you. One year younger. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You know, I, you know what it is, is I, I fuck with you because I like you. I well, I, I will receive the 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 diddling, but I will also <laughs> tell you <laughs> the fucking change that word. I'm not the diddling. diddling. You're not right a diddler. Now. I'm not a diddler. I, I feel like 
the qualifying, I like the qualifying of the age is because sometimes I feel like we, we do judge in the sense of like a knee-jerk reaction of assessing someone because that's just who we are as human beings. Like if someone's coming at you like with a fucking knife and they're like, ah! You know, or they're my my the scariest people are the people who are walking and they're leaning forward, their head leads the walk, and they're like charging at you, and you're like, dude, like that person is mentally off, like right. it, like, Le- like red extreme to X factor, <laughs> totally. But you assess right right away. So for me, I guess a lot of times I feel like people already have a story in their head about me, and for mm. me, it's it's that sense of saying, actually, I've I've lived. Uh, that 44 years 44 I've lived a life I've lived I've lived some life don't judge me I haven't lived all of it but I've lived some of it and you know I I don't know maybe that's insecurity I don't know I I'm trying to do it less and less but at the end of the day let's take a break I gotta go potty pee yeah to stop recording real quick are you cool cool taking a quick little break please all right and then I can flip my phone hey we're recording we're back welcome back there's a nice little whiskey break bladder is empty where are your ultimate goals with your podcast? How long have you been doing it? A year? A year. Um, and you've already been nominated. How did you get nominated for Best Local Podcast? I don't even think Did I you w- put it out there? No, actually, I don't even know. I, I don't think I was. I, was I nominated? Uh, I think you were on Kansas City Magazine. I didn't. No one told me. I think you were. Maybe. Do they I, have the nominee? I don't know if You might have to. Honestly, I don't know. That, that kind of stuff for me is... Um, I would love, I mean, I would love the recognition, but I, I'm not somebody who, um, uh, yeah, I, 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 like a lot of people will set themselves up to be nominated and it's not that I don't want the recognition. I do want the recognition. I mean, I'm not doing this to just like do it, but I also have found out within this year that I need to hone my craft. I need to get better at it. And I also need to, yeah. I, I need to, I, I need to, number one, like, yes, followers are important. Yes. You need, you need an audience to watch what you're producing. Um, but in the next breath, I started to use my podcast as a platform for other people, which is great. But then I started to like kind of disappear in it. I, I you know, and, 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 and the thing is, is that I don't, I'm doing this because I love to interview. I love to connect with people and I, I want to show my personality, but I also want to, yeah, why do you do the podcast? Why did you start yours? Because when COVID happened and you know, my classes got a little less, I, I had this conversation with my husband outside and he's like, you know, there's this thing in you. He's like, you know, there you're so creative. You love to connect with people. And he's like, I just feel like he—he was—he's the one who pushed me. He's like, I feel like you need to do something for you, and and he's like, just give it a try. And what I love about it is that I just needed that little little pat on the back to go like, hey, just go for it, you know. Um, the hard—the hard part about doing it is—is is that you, you have kind of go. I don't know if you've had the same feeling, but that identity crisis of like. What is the podcast? And like, the other thing is like some people like, nope. you haven't. Yeah. No. I don't know. Like sometimes I don't want to interview people. The podcast is the podcast. I, I, I like, I like film. I like <clears throat> art. I like, I like, I like to talk about things that I like to talk about. 
And sometimes I found myself, you know, sitting across from someone that I'm like, okay, but am I doing this because I'm really curious about who this person is or because I think, you know, there's going to be like a mutual audience growth or I don't want to think about that. I just want to have a I'll tell you right now, you can't think about that because it's not going to happen. It doesn't matter who you have on. You can have someone that's verified. You can have a local celebrity. You can have someone that's been on Joe Rogan's podcast. You can have someone that's a major author. All these different, these people that have this amount of following, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. I've done, I've had it. I've had these people, I've had guests on where I've been super excited, not just because I wanted to talk to them. I was like, holy shit, these people like have a following. Like people well, know and this. Everything co- and then you're like, maybe I'll get some of those extra no, followers from them. Bullshit. And you don't. It's well, like you have your people and your people yeah. are your people. And it costs money to do this. The thing that, that I don't know. Me I up, don't spend shit. Well, it does cost money to do this to, I don't to know get how you to spend in the money. algorithm. Yeah, I don't know how to spend money. That's my thing. Yeah. I don't know where I would spend the money or how to do it. We can have some conversations about this because that's the other thing that is it's it's tough because you you feel like a false like I don't like paying I don't like paying for I don't want to pay for for people to follow me or to get in the algorithm, but unfortunately that it's a business youtube's a business even apple podcast spotify all of that sponsorships totally so like at the end of the day you end up essentially having to think about it to some to some extent are your headphones comfortable on you are they i don't know do they look weird yeah, I'm just asking if, if they're comfortable. They're comfortable. They just look off to me. I'm sorry. It's my. Know. I guess I got OCD and ADD know. all wrapped up in one. My problem is I always forget to not wear earrings because they. Oh, you just, they you just hurt have like a thing like ear. you know like they. Yeah, I like, don't know. They're like. So I took. Yeah. I sorry. I that I am a master at derailing. Yeah. No. I. 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 But I'm the master of getting back on track. So at the end of the day, when it comes to doing a podcast and making it a, a success, it's one of the hardest things to do because at the end of the day, people. Their time is precious. People's attention spans are going down. I started out with our formats. And I was like, they're listening to literally four minutes and three seconds of this. And then they turn it off. Oh, that's bad. And then, you know, you do 20 minutes. You get a little longer. Um, And then the other thing is like, you know, you you got to like, you can't. I've just developed since day one, like strap in bitches. This shit is an hour long minimum. Yeah, you're locked Minimum. and loaded, and I appreciate that. I like I want yeah. I want people to because uh, I, I think people appreciate that. I've I've had a lot of feedback where people do appreciate the longer ones because they like listening to a long conversation. They're at work or they leave. Like some people leave this. I've I've had people tell me that they leave this on for their pets, just in the background. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like I love that too. It's like that is so awesome. That is hilarious. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, but there's something out there for like. I do long form. That doesn't mean it's right. It's just right for me. You yeah. do your twenty minute segments. I think the those thing are is great. I actually do. I think those work great. I love. Yeah. Our I actually segment. do long. Oh, hold on, hold on. My, yeah, I know you're trying to get yeah. in, but I'm cutting you off yeah. again. What happened to our twenty minutes about uh, transgender stuff? Oh, I did I, a couple reasons. Number one, I am somebody. You who, can send it to me. Well, I will send if you want it. I Go will send on. it to you tomorrow. Um, for me, I am somebody who there is there's quite a few people in my life that I am a champion for that are in the transgender community. I didn't and, disparage them. Oh, you you didn't you didn't. But I also am somebody who champions you, 
and I really like, I like you. I like you a lot. And there are some things that I would like to have more conversations with. And maybe I'll help change your mind. Maybe I won't have any effect on you. But I don't want my podcast to show people, like put it you this way. You want an echo chamber? You know, no, you know what it is? It's It's like, if I had a recording device on you on a bad day, uh-huh. we all have bad days and I've had bad days. And I have had, I've had days where I just sit across from a friend of mine and I looked in the camera and I was like, I'm a racist because I, and not that I, if you're looking at who I am and the history of who I am, you wouldn't, you wouldn't say that. But because I respect my friend and she has a doctorate in race theory, I needed to do the work and show up for her. So at the end of the day, where I'm sitting from is a place where I've been humbled in a lot of ways about what I'm trying to relearn in my own self. And when we sat down that day, we had alcohol. Oh, I was drunk as fuck. Yeah. And and, and the thing is, is that I, I, I know, I don't know your heart. I don't know your heart. I don't know you that well. I know you enough. I have yeah. a, I have a feeling about who you are as a person. And at the end of the day, I, I, reserve the right that it's my podcast sure and we had a conversation to where i think there's a few things in there that you know i i hope to change your mind about and i don't want my podcast to be okay i don't want to fight i don't i, I get yeah. it hey i get yeah. it because i i care about my transgender friends but i also care about you so i'm not going to be the person who puts that conversation out there and i'm also going to reserve the right to try and change your mind about a few things that's all all right. Well, I, we don't have to get in that now. But no. I don't know. And, I, and it's I don't okay know if I don't. Anything, I don't think yeah. there was anything that I said that would. Have... No, it's a, it's an opinion. But I also, like I said, there was a few things well, that I I prickled about. That if I prickled about it, I know that you know it's 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 protecting right. people that you 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 and just Listen, yeah. That's you're fine. like I don't need anyone to protect me. But I, I don't yeah. need. I don't. I don't. There's nothing I said that needed protection. From what I remember, it was all factually based on science. I am going and to I, say. And I never, hold on, I never disparaged. No, you transgender did. people. No, no, no. And if and if no. you want me to call you a she, I'll call you a she. If you want me to call you a he, I'll call you a he. Whatever. Like I don't care about that shit. No, no. But mine was all from an athletic sports component. Yeah. protecting biological females from biological males at a very young age competing against each other. That's all. And I was coming from a place of, unfortunately... You're going to send it to me because I was really drunk and said some shit? Well, you know what it is? is, You know what it is? It's putting our best foot forward. Um, I, I love alcohol. I mean, I'm drinking it with you right okay. now. But I also understand that a lot of times, if I'm trying to convey, I could have been more articulate. Yeah, and I and the thing is, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like when people manipulate others in in a position to where, you know, we're we're having we're having fun, we're letting loose, but then you know, you say something that. What know, did I say? Um, I would have to, I would have to rewatch it again. Um, for me, it was the feeling I had when I left of. I actually felt more protective of you because I know that what you were saying, you had a reason because you were talking about your daughter and you're talking about if she was playing sports and there was, I mean, in essentially we were talking about like, come on, think of Caitlyn Jenner, like a super athlete, mm -hmm. athlete you know, and if she competed against <clears throat> like, you know. You don't even need to be a super athlete male to beat females. That's the thing. 
at the end of the day, I will agree <laughs> to disagree. I just think there's a way, again, like I said, you, and you guys can slaughter me on the comments and no, be like, you should just let to. the. No, it's fine. They're it's like, it's <laughs> at the end of the day, when I, when I care about people, my, I do. I, it's, it, and even if they don't ask for protection, because I wish, I oh, wish, yeah. I wish more people would, would look out for. Oh, this is my platform for, uh, uh, yeah, now. I'll put yeah. it out there, whatever. Yeah. Like you want. Well, you know what it is, is that I think I've just been in situations to where it's like, you know, when you're vulnerable. Mine was purely scientifically based. You know, it had nothing to do with anything else. It was not personal or judgmental or anything. It was scientifically based, biologically, biologically, scientifically about biological Whatever you want to call them, uh, if you want to call them, in, uh, uh, what are they? Uh, utero males against utero females when they become uh, of age, uh, competing against each other in athletics. That was it. I don't give a fuck if you want to be transgender. I don't give a fuck what sex you want to be. If you want to be a they, a zur, a foxkin, I don't give a, a fuck. Foxkin. Yeah, I don't give a fuck what you want to be. If yeah. you want to be Rachel Dolezal and be white as fuck yeah. and think you're black, whatever. I'll think whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Like I, you, you do you. I'm not gonna not I, do I you. I but when it comes to protecting uh, sports and 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 yeah. and. and, and, and Biological females, when there's a clear advantage physically, there just is. My my thing is, uh, whatever. I'm just going to end on this. <laughs> the only reason why it's not in there is because we were a little we were a little drunk. There were like like if if we're if you you know you have a conversation you have your point but then sometimes you you veer off on like you know a tangent. Sure. I, I got that, drunk. I could me, have gone I, on a tangent. I, I've gone on a tangent too. And where where I'm just going to say my opinion. I think I probably made too much sense to put it on your platform for your for your friends to look at it and be like, oh shit, this actually made some sense. Well, all I know is now I'm going to send that footage to you. You can tell. And you got. And, and, I'll put and on my Patreon. Neanderpod people, you can be the judge of it. And you can you can sit there and say, oh, Seraphine, you're trying a little too hard. Like, anything, I totally get it. I if totally anything, I'll be too embarrassed because of how drunk I am and how probably <laughs> loud I That's am. That's where we shattered a jug. But my my opinion on it was that at the end of the day, there does need to be a time and a place for trans people to be, if they identify as a female, they should be allowed to compete against other females. But right, the other females need to disagree. know, the females there need to knowingly know what the person went through what hormones it's just like go you go you go into the olympics mm -mm. and people do drug testing right so but, at the end of the day i think that everyone should be able to have a conversation and knowingly know who they're competing against because at the end of the day it's you know what other place are they going to go to how about how about they how about they start a separate league for transgender people how about, do you know how hard it was for biological females to start their own leagues? How long, when do you think, how long do you think the WNBA been, has been around? How long have been people been paying attention to women's soccer? They haven't been playing, they haven't been paying attention to women's soccer until the U.S. national women's team started winning back in probably 90, 98, 99, 2000, whenever that, that's when female soccer even took on. Now there's a female, uh, MLS type thing yeah. women have like barely you barely know about female tennis you know a couple you know Sharapova because she's hot and she's good you know about the Williams sisters because they're dominant and amazing but even them 
uh, uh, best Serena Williams can't beat the 100th or 200th ranked best dude. And no, she'll admit it. She openly admits it. It's, there's not, that's not a controversial statement, I, Charles. That's I'll, legitimate. I'll tell you no, I, think, I think it and is. And so what I'm saying is, that's my whole point is like, there's just a, a biological difference in it. So they need, so as hard as women, bi- biological females, if you will, or, or utero, uh, in vitro females, whatever the, the correct scientific word you want to use, I'm going to use biological because it's easier at the moment. Biological females have fought extremely freaking hard to get their sports even out there, to even be allowed to play anything. And then now all of a sudden you have these biological males who are transgender, whatever. That's fine. But physically, scientifically, biologically, they're just naturally more gifted and advanced than a female. They just are. So you have to protect those female sports that have worked so fucking hard to get there. And so what you do is the transgender community now, look, you're getting started late in the game. You got started way back here. Men's sports started way you, ahead of you. But female don't you think, st- hold on, female yeah. starts sports started way ahead of you. Now you're way back on the ch- on the block on the starting blocks back here. But now now you're getting out there. The spotlight's getting out there. People are educated now. We understand. So now we need to start developing, just like how females started intramural. We're going to start an it? intramural it? Ju- uh, uh, yeah. uh, transgender. We'll get we'll get six or seven local high schools, yeah. get all their transgender people, mm-hmm. and create one league. But what or if one I team. want? But what if I want to compete? Then you Again, can play as a woman. If I if uh, like if 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 let's just say the Olympics decide to say let's let's have let's have a roundtable discussion about how do we how do we integrate. Male and female, I, what? Well, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's oh, it's a discussion on. for the top athletes. It's oh, not for no, you no. and I. Yes, there's the, no, 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 no. Because a female right now, if you were one of the best major, if you were one of the best baseball pitchers in the world, you, Seraphine, you could throw a consistent hundred mile an hour mm-hmm. fastball with a sick, nasty curveball. You could play in Major League Baseball. There's no exemption. There's not like, oh, you're a female, and you can't play. Yeah. You can play. We don't exempt females from playing with men. So then, why, why, why does we why exempt do we have to, female? But, but we but exempt we male, to, males playing with females. So, but here's my thing: is is that why is it so important? I, I I'm I'm trying to understand. Is it because you're just saying, hey, it's unfair for someone who has an edge to be against another athlete? It's as not an even edge? so. Un, it's not even that it's slightly unfair. It's such a gigantic. It's so unbalanced. There'd be no such thing as "quote unquote" biological female sports anymore. It'll be taken. Every single record, every single league. So you really think will. like there should just I don't be have a separate transgender yes. sports? Okay, one hundred percent. If but then here's if, my question. If, hold on, hold on, hold but on. Then here's Ca- my question. Caveat, caveat. Now here's the question: Is is that if I am if you're transgender, male trans transitioning to female and female transitioning to male? Are you going to be the person who's like, well, what teams are you on? Are you in the, if like, you are a male transitioning to female, you can play male sports. If you're a, if you're born a male, but you identify as a female, that sounds. You can so, play football. You can me, play baseball with the men. Isn't it just no, easier? No, no, you can play. But, isn't it just easier? And, Come on, I, I mean, I have to say, we're we're now coming to a point culturally mm-hmm. to where it's not. I mean, cultural. This shouldn't be no, cultural. It, this shouldn't be it, cultural. But it is cultural. It is cultural. It shouldn't be though. Doesn't need science. Doesn't need to be cultural. 
cult- cultured. <laughs> science is science. But science then, is just facts. But then, but then that biology go, is biology. But then you. But what about biologically? Put it this way: I am a five foot five female, right? Mm, right. There are other females who are six. Well, five eleven. Six three. There's born, six three females born with with all of the dressings of mm-hmm. an elite person, right? Right. Just because in the gene pool, I'm short and I, you know, my legs aren't as long, whatever. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. if I am going to compete on a level that is of excellence mm-hmm. and I'm saying, all right, I'm going to compete against other excellent people, mm-hmm. whether they're male or female, and I am okay with competing against somebody who may be superior to me. Oh, you can compete against us, but you're not going to get any playing time. You, you, you're a five foot five, and I'm, I, I, I love basketball so much, and I yeah. love it as much as I want, and I'm as good, I'm as best as I can get. But guess what? That six three Rebecca Lobo yeah. is fucking blocking your shot all day, I, I get stealing it, it from I get you, it. dunking on you. But you if can't I, do shit. But you if, can play, but you ain't getting on the but court. If I, but if I earned my seat at the table, well, okay, and I it. and I want to, I want to accept the challenge. Go ahead. I should be able to go into the arena with that person. No one's stopping you from doing and that. if i lose i lose no one's stopping you from and that's that. the thing is i think at the end of the day it should be up to the group of athletes that are competing they should have the understanding of you know because you know but we already have team. that we already have that it's already out there so my question to you is that if i was aware if if i was aware that someone was coming in that i was competing against that was transgender mm-hmm. and i was okay with it Sure, depends on the sport, but you're not going to get a whole basketball team to play against a bunch of biologically male people, a team. Yeah. If it's a bunch of biologically females, yeah. five, five, six, three, whatever, and then all of a sudden there's a team of me that says I'm I'm transgender now, yeah. you're not going to sign off on that. Yeah. You're just not going to because there's just you're not going to. You know s- what? I I disagree. At the team, elite, teams, at the elite, no. Teams can Ta- teams can choose who's on their team. What I'm talking about is one on one. One on one. If I'm gonna if I'm fine. gonna go into sure, the MMA round yes, and I'm like, yes, you know what? Yes. If I'm gonna sit there and go, you I'm know fine what? With that. Yep. If I if I look at you in the eye and I'm like, you know what? Okay. Ryan, me. you and I are gonna go head to head. It's my choice to step in that ring with yeah. you. Yes. And I don't think based on whether you have a penis or a vagina, right? If I have agreed and looked you in the eye and I'm like, you know what? I'm relying yes. on my skill. <clears throat> I wanna go I agree. And I so that's where I agree. Yeah. How about this? How about we're going to fight mm-hmm. in the, in the oct- octagon? Yeah. yeah. But I tell you I'm a woman and I never, ever disclose that I've uh, that I've ever been a male. But that'll never, ever, ever. That's already happened. That's already happened. Fallon well, Fox. It- it's already happened at a very high level. There was a transgender female. Her name was Fallon Fox. She was a transgender male to female. Never, ever told her her opponents that she trans that she was a male for like thirty something years, and then she just transitioned and she was beating the fuck out of these women. And what happened to her? What happened? What happened? Oh, to her? the transgender community took her side. You could not criticize that because she's a female. She was beating the fuck out of these women, not telling her, mm-hmm. not telling her opponents that she was a male for like but thirty something the, years. What about the getting, organization? No, that, that, but what about the organization that hosted the event? They weren't telling them either. It was like some. 
I don't know what it was. If yeah. It was some. I don't know. But it, that's because messed at the up. End that's of the day, messed up. To me, to me, here's for 30, the deal. He was a male. She was a male. I get it. For but a thir- no, you don't. No, 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 uh, no. You can't blow that no, off. No, no. I, I'm not blowing it off. I'm saying that unfortunately it's on the fighters no it is on the fighters because i'm not going to go to some no some, it's not on the fight because it's on her to disclose this information and it's on the organization yeah. it's on you, all it's you, all parties because at the end of the day i'm not going to okay. go into a fight if i see Seraphine, a woman no no stop. wait a second i have to say does this woman does this woman who has transitioned Seraphine. from being a male no hold on does this woman does this woman who transitioned you just said no stop hold on a second let me let all me right, let me speak go on the male, the male transitioning to a female who is now a woman, when you physically look at this woman, all right, who is formerly a male, is there any doubt in your mind? Like, do you look at her and you're like, wow. Like, like put it this way, Dolph Lundgren and, and Rocky, right? All right, put a wig on Dol- Dolph, I don't know. Whatever you want to say. All I'm saying is, is that if you are going into a ring if you have, if someone, again, if someone is five foot five and a male and 120 pounds, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't really care if you're a male or a female. I'm five foot five and 120 pounds. Okay. All right. But if there's somebody who is, I don't know what the matchup was. I would have it's, to look at It's a at weight it. class. It's a weight class. They keep weight them in class. the same weight All class. Right. You're going to fight another five, Aren't five, Aren't you going to research who you're going to fight? That's and then on top possible. of it, and you know what? Possible. I don't have respect for the organization who's not asking the background of their fighters because chemically, don't you get tested right for for what you're injecting in your you're system? You're making a lot of excuses here. I'm well, just here's you, what happened. Let me, let in me, my okay. ideal world, I would right, want right. I an know, organization right. that would sit there and say, you know what? I need your medical history. I want to know what drugs you're doing, what you're injecting in your system. Well. You know, if you've had past surgeries, if you have brass knuckles in your hand that were you know that kind of stuff like to me if you're going into a ring to beat the shit out of someone you better know who the hell you're st- you're going in the ring with and not be some naive person who's no, like you should, well, because okay. of- you should assume that you're fighting another biological if you're like you said you said at the at the very beginning of this little rant you did yeah you just said if i am knowingly fighting a transitioned person they'll make that decision and I threw it back on you. What if I didn't disclose that to you? And I just, you just assumed I've always been a female, but really I've been a male for 33 years. And you're like, that'll never happen. It's but that called, did but, happen. But, but that that happened. So this male. So you're telling me you're going to get into a fight. If, if you listen, had a seven listen. foot man, if there was a seven foot I'm guy. I'm not fighting a seven foot man. I'm fighting another guy that's my size. You're protected by weight size. Okay, so but then, and then but there's a reason five foot five, one hundred twenty pound women don't five five foot five, one hundred twenty pound males because you'll get the living fuck beat out of you every single time. It'll not even be close. It just won't. I agree with you in the sense of it just won't. This, again, I agree with you in this. I will agree with you in the sense of I think it's unfair if you're going into something to where especially MMA fighting. I'm sorry. Oh, for sure. That, That's that is, the biggest You argument. can die. You can, I, it, well, in, well f- you can die in football. What am I talking about? Mm. I, I just, where I'm at is, I think it's ridiculous that we're in a place now to where it just, we're, we're in a place to where we can't keep putting people in these, in these uh, slots 
We don't need to. We already have two slots. We have males, but we don't. We We, don't have just male and female. We don't. We don't. Biologically, we do when it comes to sports. That's the difference. That's where you think, you think people like me think there's no room for transgender. There's plenty of room. There's plenty of room. There's just no room for transgender into sports. It has to be biological and scientific to keep everything even as you can. Because, you don't because, think there's genetically enhanced females that couldn't beat the crap out of a man? Not in MMA. Maybe jujitsu. Maybe at the same weight level. Maybe, but it's it's extremely it's outlier, outlier, outlier. It's one percent of one percent of one percent. So what like, was? It's just it's just the it's, last question we asked because we've literally the only thing women. He, you and I are so passionate about this, yeah. but it's because I lived in Southern California. I was around a lot of MMA I, fighters. My question is like, why was this woman? Uh, why? Well, tell how about this? What was it? What was it that biologically, because she used to be a man, that she slaughters these women? What is it? Because she's been because she had years and years and years of testosterone that females just don't get. Males have uh, faster, faster twitch muscles, and we have thicker, uh, we have denser bone density. We're just bigger, more stout physically. Why do you think men can just physically do everything more than females can? That's where I will I'll I'll say to you I don't know if that's true. Uh, well, then why are there not females in the NBA, the Major League Baseball, and National Hockey League, major uh, NFL? There we don't we don't. There's no sex. There's no sexism in that. If you like, I told you earlier. If if Seraphine can throw a hundred mile an hour consistent fastball wherever the fuck she wants on a on a yeah. dime and can throw a sick curveball there's not a team out there that says no to you you're getting high, hired to the royals and winning the cy young they'll put a bunch of females the the the, the mon, what was that movie the monarchs with with yeah. a league of their own no if females could compete with males they would be in they would be intermingled it'd be intramural type shit but they just can't like i said it's not it's not even a debate or controversial to say Serena Williams couldn't beat the hundred best, the hundredth best ranked pro. She would get slaughtered. There are college tennis players that would slaughter Serena Williams. That's not saying Serena's bad, not a yeah. badass. She's the baddest woman out there, and that is something absolutely incredible, and that should be revered. What was to that, be one what of the baddest that females? That what should be revered. Movie, what was the movie? Um, it's back in the seventies. Where it was the tennis match between? Oh, that uh, was a uh, uh, Bobby Jean, Billy Jean. Bill, yep, Billy Jean, and, and I, but it was like a wasn't that like a, a com? Uh, 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 was that Andy Kaufman? I don't know. It wasn't was it Andy, Andy Kaufman, Kaufman was, the, the comic. We're gonna have to it, look, it we'll was, have to look it up. Whatever it was. So but, <clears throat> yeah, um, I, you know, to me, I just all I'm saying is is that. But I'm just saying we that we have to separate it so then we can revere these women that have accomplished so much. Yeah. Uh, the fastest, like, uh, so the fastest, the Olympic females in the Olympics that are sprinting, fastest. Who's that? Sh- Shikari Davis was that her name? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, she got and then she got disqualified for smoking weed. Okay, remember her? She was a dynamite little. Now you want to talk about a story? Get off your phone, Seraphine. I'm looking. I'm, the, I'm looking she, for uh, because I hate. I hate Billy sh- Jean take on Bobby Riggs. Okay, what rank yeah. was he? It was like no, a nobody, nobody. And it was like wh- whatever. But anyway, all I'm saying is is that if we're gonna go in the world of the Matrix that you're talking about, <laughs> and we're genetically influencing so many different things in our bodies, all I'm saying is is that. 
I don't know. I but, think there's but, there's but 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 you have you have to just look at like I said the, the fastest sprinter Shikari Davis I think was her name. Yeah. She was she she made such she was like a five foot three girl that smoked weed and made the Olympics. Like she was always the underdog and fucking blew everybody out super fast. And then she couldn't run the Olympics because she tested positive for weed. Whatever, as fast and. That needs to be revered. It was such an amazing story. The fastest female, five foot three even. She's boom. Yeah. There are high school male sprinters that'll blow her out of the water. And that's where you're losing the reverence, the, the accomplishment, the hard work, the dedication. Do you know how hard it is to be the fastest female in the world? It's extremely hard. It takes your life to dedicate that, to be gifted, to be gifted that. And then there's a bunch of high school kid dudes that can crush you. You think that's fair? That's just how it is. We're that's coming, just but we're coming up. We're coming into a place society-wise. I hate to say it. We're in a place now. To no, guess what? All right, the know, more yeah, yeah, yeah. then I can't talk with the, you no, about no, this. The, I can't I, talk. I cannot yeah, talk to you about okay. this because that's just complete. It's just you can't do that because you're t- you just then then what you, you say. Can't but have it's both. baby step. The, the you don't need is, both. Is, but the, it's transgender have no. It can't. It transgender will, have to have their own thing because you know what happens. You look at it right now because it's so small and it's just there's only a couple of transgenders here and there. And it's such a small outlier story yeah. right now. But after year after year, when these transgender male to female start breaking all these records mm-hmm. and start playing in these sports, there's not going to be any more biological male, uh, biological female sports anymore or records anymore or anything like that. And and then it's just going to be these these. Uh, and then end up to being like maybe this Fallon Fox guy that was a biological male forever that just couldn't quite make it, just yeah. was not quite good enough in the male sport. And you know what? I'm going to be a female now and just beat the fuck out of these bitches and be number one. Why not? Where is she at now? She's still fighting, but now people know, and it's hard for her to get a fight. And when she does get a fight, she gets because she's not that talented. She's just a fucking dude. And so now they I saw you roll your eyes, but you know what I mean. Yeah, no, but, uh, but and so now like day, now like, she gets real, but then real, the, but the, but real then women. The place? Real what biological females are beating the fuck out. Again, that's where I, I'm saying is is that at the end of the day, someone's you left have out. To look, someone's left out because of what they're is not she? left out. You create their own league, just like females had to do at one point. Biological females had to create but there their also, own lane. But there, now but, transgenders but I'm, but I'm create their own lane. There was also a Negro league, right? And guess what? That shit does not fly. No, so, and because again, because they're better. Uh, I have to tell you, we're at a point. We are at a point culturally where we have to find a way to do things better. And I'm not saying that we can't say this person used to be how, a male. Well, hold on, there's nothing. To a female. What's, what's worse about that? Well, you know how is, is denying them? How, how, how is you know hold on, is. how is accepting? Males to female into female sports because bettering se- society. If you That's not bettering society. Th- That's where you're wrong. That's mm-hmm. where you think we have to be all inclusive, and because they want this, we have to give it to them, so that'll make it better. That's a falsehood. That's not, not making it again, better. I'm and not that's saying, my argument. It makes it worse. I'm you're not saying, saying it makes I have the answer. I'm saying there's got to be integration and a system. That's no, not, there's their own or lane. Not a system. They're their own thing now. If they want to be treated yeah. different and have their own thing, because there then is they're all difference. by themselves. With each other, just like females are with each other, unless they're good enough to be a male, uh, to be good enough, good to enough be, to that's play where, with the males. That is to where, play good enough with the males. That is where you can see his podcast and not on mine, because at the end of the day, 
There are oh, times females aren't as good as males when it comes to ath- athletics. I I will tell you this. I feel like I feel like now you can confidently say that. I'm telling you now. My prediction is scientifically, genetically, <sighs> there is going to be things that can enhance people. We're we're at a point now oh, to where CRISPR? like I said Sure, we'll get that. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it, but we're not there. The uh, here's where I can. This see, is a whole episode in and of itself. Here's where I can. Ryan see. and Seraphine going at each other's jugulars I about. Would not but you know what? But the funny thing jugular. is, is that I, I don't. I don't. I actually civil. don't. The thing is, I actually don't think. I think both of us see each other's. I don't. I don't think you necessarily see my side like clearly. I see your same side do, as vegetarians but, and vegans come from. Yeah. They're just nice people that are just fighting against reality. Because you want to be nice and you want to be no, inclusive. No, this is not about but being this nice. Is, this, this is about just, a reality check. Culturally, we need to quit. But what, with these, there's no these culture. Freaking, there's no culture about this. We're, we're no, that has nothing to do with people. culture. We're has, funneling people into all this crap. At the end of the day, we have to. We, knowledge is you're power. You're creating a culture. Knowledge is power. We have to, to learn about who we're sitting at the table with. So if I'm going to go into a ring with someone, I need to know who they are. But if you know he's a man. Or you know, if she's a, a biological man for 33 years and now he's 34, or she's 34, you're going to say, oh, shit, no. No. You're going to say no. Am I? You better. What if I'm a masochist? I'm kidding. <laughs> well, <laughs> then, okay, kidding. go ahead, but no. you're going to end up disfigured. Yeah. I. You know what it is? That's is all that it is. It's protection, all, man. It's just protection. The last, just the last thing honesty, I'm going to say on this, it, because I, I do... It's I hear nothing you. to do with and we we no literally tra- do not, not have transphobic. To. That's the thing. I know you're not. That no, it's not I, me. That I argument did, isn't. No. That argument is not yeah. transphobic. I'm not, it's just not. I'm not saying that you are. Right. I'm. What I'm saying is, is that I don't think the answer is separating us even more because it doesn't work. I think as it does as work. human beings, it's we are, been we're proven to work. It I, works right now. All right. It works right now. We have male sports and we have female sports. Mm-hmm. Let's make transgender sports. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you're starting back further. It was all male-dominated sports. It was all just males. And then we got the female sports going in there. And now you're starting back here. But we eventually you'll get there. Eventually there's going to be a trans W a, a trans BA, trans, uh, Transgender Basketball Association. If enough people want to watch it and it's good enough and entertaining enough. If it's the, good enough. Just like if female just sports. Like if du- just because female en- sports have such a huge huge Hold audience on. Just right? like I'm saying good enough as far as the numbers <laughs> that yeah. can support it I'm not yeah. saying objectively yeah. I think as the number like the MD if the M, if the WNBA is good enough to be supported it's going to be supported like yeah. it is so if the the TBA the transgender basketball association is good enough and big enough to get supported it will and it's not going to happen overnight it needs to happen like female sports did it's going to take decades it's going to take pioneers it's going to take like a billy jean you know it's going to yeah. it's it's, it's going to take a whatever yeah, and, no, I, I, I hear and you. And so then you're going to get, and then you. you'll get that. I wish it'll I, get there. It's just it can't happen there now. Sadly, is is that I don't have the answer. The answer is time. I, I don't know if the answer is what you're saying. I, I actually have, I, I have a hard time putting people in categories. I really do. I feel like uh, for me, it's mutual respect, and it's also but there's no disrespect there. But there is disrespect in sense of if I am looking at you and I'm saying I want to go and I want to go. If I want to fight you, 
I, and I say, I know, I know who you are. You're a you man. You want to fight me? I, yeah. If I want to fight you, I want to be able to fight you without, again, you know what it is? And it flips but back. But the thing is, I'm hypocritical because I, I just thought about it this way. How about if I want to fight you? Well, here's the deal. But I'm not going to tell you I'm a female. I'm going to put a ski mask on and but say I want to fight yeah. you. I understand that. But I just <sighs> thought about hypocritically for me, like even with our podcast, you know, when, when you sit there, I, I made the decision for you of I'm not going to put it out there in, in the sense of for you. It was for me because at the like, at I the know end, it is. So you're, you're doing it now. And I guess what I, what, what I'm saying is I, I do understand the sense of because you don't, I have, like, you don't like decisions being made for you when, when you're not aware of like, okay, well I'm, I guess this was edited out and this is what I said versus like, if I'm, if I was just curious where it went and, yeah. and, yeah, you think I need protection, but I just don't. The only I don't know because I, I haven't seen it, and I was drunk. Yeah, but I I think I don't think I need protection because I, where I come from on this subject, I've thought a lot about it. This why, isn't something. Why do men? Here's the deal. I I want to know. Mm -hmm. As a woman, it is in my being to want to protect the people that are my friends. Mm -hmm. With men. It's like, I don't want to be protected. I don't want this. It's a challenge. What is I it don't about? Think, I don't think, like, I don't. I think I, you'll protect, like, children I get. And, like, I don't know if someone well, talks to your girlfriend. But, like, at the end of the day. I don't think it's a male-female thing. I think, I think it's just a personality thing. I, at heart, am a protector. Mm -hmm. I just, I've always been just, mm -hmm. I stand up for the bully. Like, I just, yeah. I've always been a protector and a gentleman. I, I. I grew up with a sing my, raised by a single mom, and I was the oldest boy, so I just, I just, I don't know. Inst it's Inst an instinct. It's instinct to be yeah. a protector. So that's yeah. just where I come from from yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I don't, but I know there's a lot of weak men out there. I know there's a lot of simp's out there. There's a lot of men out there that the wife or the woman wears the par the, the pants in that family, and they <laughs> yeah. do the protecting. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, there's there's a spectrum of human beings. Like I'm, that's yeah. where I'm at with it, understanding yeah. this. But when it comes to black and white issues and sports issues, that's just where I'm like, look, we have to have, we just have to have protection and rules for these biological reasons has nothing to do with the mind the mind and biology we can we can say that's completely different because your mind says hey i think i'm a female yeah. but biology says i'm a male right but our sports have to be based on protection with biology because biology there's certain physical aspects that are just need to be protected against because biological females are just physically weaker than biological males at so many different stages especially in those those uh, puberty years you know what I mean yeah. when you guys uh, when you females are getting estrogen and we're getting testosterone yeah. and aggression and muscles and growth spurts and dense bones and fast twitch <laughs> we kill Rah! you know what I mean yeah. like that's just in us yeah. like and you just yeah I that's where it is it has nothing to do with anything else yeah. like I, it's just it's just that's where it is it's a protection of a biological standpoint because physical acts have such repercussions with wrestling or football or whatever it is there's just they so do. many repercussions from physical advantages yeah 
And that's why there's weight classes in MMA. That's why I wouldn't fight some 200-pound uh, Brock Lesnar type guy at my size. No, you keep her protected. I'm going to maybe fight someone Charles' size. Charles might even be smaller than my weight class. Like, like there's different levels. Also, like that's Because we're that yeah. close in weight and everything. But even then, we would be different because yeah. he's just slightly smaller than yeah. me. Yeah. I just think at the end of the day, I think at the end of the day, I understand where you're coming from, but I believe in the freedom of choice. And I also believe that if someone decides that they want to go against a 220 pound guy or they, or they, or they knowingly understand that they're at a disadvantage. That's different. I'm not, I didn't argue that one bit. I'm not arguing that. But what I'm saying is that 220 pound man shows up to fight me. I'm expecting to fight a 170 pound Ryan Westa clone. I want a and system. It, and all of a sudden I show yeah. up and it's Brock Lesnar because he, yeah, he just, just identifies as a 170 I, pound guy. Saying, no, that's where I, it's different. All that's I'm saying the, is I want a system to where I have the choice if I want to. And I'd no, like look, people to look, be included. Look, you, you, what, you're, what you want is a cultural acceptance of transgender people. Yes. And that's what most progressive, smart, smart thinking people want. That's what I want too. That has absolutely nothing to do with sports. There's a culture out here, how we're going to treat you, how we're going to interact with you out at the grocery store. And if I'm your server or bartender or whatever, if I bump into you through the street, you whatever. That's completely different than sports when this is a whole different aspect of a whole different spectrum of life over here. And we have different rules here for a certain reason. And it's not cultural. It's biological and it's for safety. I don't know how else we can, like, if we can't agree on that, it's just, I don't know. We can kind of end it on that, end on that for we the can. most part, but I just, And we should end on, anyone who's watching this, I would love to hear in the comment section. <laughs> they don't what, do that. I, I, well, My they, people aren't commenters. They need to be commenters <laughs> because at the end of the day, I think, you know, I'm, I, like I said, I'm, I like hearing when people are, you know, when you state your case, I understand where you're coming from. I just think we can do it better and I want to do better and I'd like to evolve. And I think putting people in categories so specifically, especially with sports, because it's such a money-making sexist freaking system that at the end of the day, I wish we could come to some kind of understanding that it's freaking sports. It's sports. It's not like you're solving the world's problems. You've just got muscle and you can throw a ball can or you can going. rest. Well, you to know what? Me, like, you need like, to thank athletes. We need, we, I, yes, I understand. You but understand you know what? us as humans. But we put them, are, we yeah. should thank athletes because we can now throw overhand. Is because when we evolved, they couldn't do that. And some at some point, some athletic Neanderthal started throwing overhand and it started mm -hmm. getting us to kill more animals and start evolving. Like... You got to thank us, athletes. We kept the species going and evolving. Okay. <laughs> Hashtag Neanderthal Podcast. Everybody, this was great. Sarah this Freen, was thank so you great. For being thank here. you so much for joining us. Um, Check us out on <laughs> our new YouTube coming out soon. <laughs> we are so opposite, but so much the same at the I same time. We balance each other. We hate each other and love each other at the same time. So but I would never hate you. No, I, I can't hate you either, but I would fight but you. But you want to. I'll fight you. <laughs> I'll beat the fuck out of you. I'll ground and pound you, choke you out, and like, give you like two black eyes. I love it. And I would uh, 
I would I would definitely let's go. I would definitely bring some secret weapons because you know what? I'll have Brock Lesnar and tell me he's a female until the rule, <laughs> until the rules until the rules or the game not the game until until the system changes. Unfortunately, you know what we all we we've. We've got to go into anything knowing our disadvantages. Yeah. Well, when you change your system, you fall like Rome. Seraphine, where can people find you? But um, bump, bump. You can find me at the Seraphined. It's S E R A P H I E N D podcast. That's on Instagram. That's on YouTube. That's on Spotify. That's on Apple iTunes. That's on iHeartRadio. Anywhere you download, check it out. Um, I also have an Instagram. That's my personal, but at the end of the day, I'm realizing more and more, keep it in the podcast. Seraphine, love you. Love you too. Thank you so much for having me. And cheers. Yep, bye. 